Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver, tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you are seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. (laughs) Yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. Rizzuto Show Podcast, powered by Dobbs. Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are hiring now with 42 stores. Apply at go to Dobbs.com today. All right, let's hit it. Little listener discretion is advised. Rizzuto. 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 The Rizzuto Show. Rewind. The race show. We got a guest here. Mr. Burke Kreischer is here. Hey! Yeah. Love Snapchat. I think I might be the only 43-year-old using Snapchat. Well, here you are. You walk in here from Tampa. <laughs> from Tampa, Florida. It was a long walk. <laughs> you saunter in here. Hawk of the walk over here with your uh, with your hockey team still in the playoffs. Oh, I don't. Yeah. How dare you? I don't. I don't follow hockey. I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah, right. Like I grew up in Florida. We didn't have. I, when I you're not a Lightning up, fan. No, no, we didn't have hockey my whole life. I'm a different generation. I know nothing about hockey. I watch those uh, those uh, those Lightning games, and the place seems full. Yeah, but I don't live there now. I live in L.A., and I grew up in Tampa. And we never had hockey the whole time I lived in Tampa. We had never had we had the Bucks. That was it. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah, mm-hmm. I never. I don't. I don't even know if you call it a hockey game or a hockey match. <laughs> well, well, let me ask you why you moved from Tampa to to. Los Angeles. Have you ever been to Florida? We talk about Floridians all day long. Florida every day. So <laughs> we have not a fan. Man, I grew See, up white, with that. white trash is called Hoosier here. So if you're if you're if somebody in St. Louis calls you a Hoosier, that's like calling you white trash. <laughs> I see. And we things. have every day. We have every day something called the headline Hoosier story of the day. Yeah. And ninety percent of the stories are from Florida. 
I say and things, that area. I say things all the time to people, like people I live in LA with, that are like a clear Florida statement. I'm like, oh, you never had a gun pulled on you in traffic? <laughs> and they're like, no. I was like, dude, I've had a guy fire up in the air. Like, that's like legit. Florida is at, like, like that? Like, pull the gun. And my buddy Fritz was like, shoot. I dare you to shoot me. Go to jail for the rest. And the guy just pop, pop, pop. And we all just. Like, <laughs> it is loaded. It is. Dude, It Florida. I've had like, I'm, I'm like, someone's like said something about bachelor parties. I go, huh, who hasn't overdosed watching gay porn? And they're like, what? <laughs> I was like, you guys, what did, how did your bachelor parties go in Florida? That was the first thing you do. Pile of cocaine, why, gay porn. Why is that though? Why that area? And that's especially like the Tampa State. St. Pete area? I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with us down there. I think we just grew up different. Is like it inbreeding? Uh, I, well, I think I think it's part inbreeding. <laughs> like it's it's part inbreeding. We still had segregation, so all the whites in Florida are just legit rednecks. Like like rednecks. Like their parents met on ancestrymingle.com. <laughs> yeah, and, and so and so I th- and it's like a different type of redneck man. Like and so I, I think part of it is that I, I don't know. I really don't know. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. I don't know. I, I, what I, what my theory is, and people I've theorized about this, is that because the weather is always so warm out there, you hear about it more because a lot of the Hoosier redneck white trash activity is outside. Yeah, and therefore it's in the press. <laughs> yeah, whereas there's there's you know white trash everywhere. Sure. But yeah. it gets cold, and you do that stuff inside. Yeah, and you don't in, hear about it in Florida. It's out in the dirt. Mm. Like like I mean, just like. Going to the bathroom on the hood of someone's car, like that's Florida. Baby. <laughs> that's Florida, baby. Dude, that, like I say, to, I say to I say to people all the time. I go, I have a bunch of jokes that aren't jokes. They're just lessons I learned in Florida. Like, don't ever get gasoline in the in your in your this part. Random. Your, your, yeah. Your yeah don't, and then someone's like, excuse me. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, don't. Like that's why, a Florida. Why would that even be around uh, your rectal area? The fact that you're asking that, I'm so shocked that you've never. That's never happened. Are you serious? Yeah, no, no, never. Not okay, me. let me walk you through it. You're on a boat. Okay, it's Gasparilla, and uh, <laughs> and you see a group of friends. So you guys all pull your pants off to moon them, and then if everyone knows anything about boats, you can pull that little pump up and squeeze that pump, and they spray gasoline all over your <laughs> rear end. No. Oh, I'm thinking. I'm thinking like the scene from uh, Zoolander. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Where they have fight? the gasoline yeah. fight at the pump. Exactly. On a boat, everyone's smoking joints, gasoline all over the place, and then all of a sudden you're in the water trying to scrub it out, but you can't get it out. You really can't. Mm. This is why I say don't ever get it. Out. Don't ever <laughs> let it happen to you. And then next thing you know, you're swimming to shore. Now you got a handful of sand cleaning out your crack like a minor cleaning <laughs> a skillet. It's, I'm telling you, man. Like the, I wish, I wish that these weren't jokes in my act. Like we used to take Disney, take acid and go to Disneyland all the time. That sounds awesome. Really? All the time. I was a chaperone once for a group of friends uh, who were on acid, and we went to the Metropolitan Museum of Art. Like you were their watcher? I was there because I had to work that day, so I could not do drugs that day with them. Really? So I'll, they said, I'll pass hey, on that job. We're gonna, I was, <laughs> listen, I was young and naive. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I was trying to be a good friend. Next thing you know, my buddy's like hugging this ancient Greek column. Dude. Like over the barricade. And I'm like, oh boy, that's a terrible idea. Worst idea ever. Oh, we, me and my buddy Hutch and my buddy Harper. By the way, my two dumbest friends in the world. Harper one time misspelled his name. Happer, two P's, no R. I go, wow. hey, Harper, you misspelled his name. He's like, well, it happens. I was like, no, it no. doesn't. 
I've never been in a rush. Like, catch you later. Burf. <laughs> uh, we we took acid. We used to take acid to go to Disneyland all the time. And it's <laughs> all the time. Huh? All the time. Like now you look back and you're like, ah, I bet I could use those brain cells. But <laughs> well, I, I would think being around little kids and, and you'd think it would be positive energy. And... Yeah, because it's made for acid, right? All the all the bushes are carved like animals. It's the happiest place on earth. <laughs> There's a big rat walking around. What's your name? But then you're like, oh, look how big his hands are. Like, it's not, man. We lost our. We lost it bad. Yeah, we Going on the rides and stuff like, oh, you got arrested. Oh yeah, oh we went on Peter Pan's ride in Never Neverland. Yeah, and Hutch, and, and you never never got off. Never came back. <laughs> Halfway through, Hutch leans over and he's like, "Real funny, now give him back." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, "Oh, you know what I'm talking about? Give him back." I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. He's like, my feet. You took them, now give them back. I'm like, bro, I don't have your feet. Peter Pan took them. Yeah, awesome. disappears into the ride. Gone. Into the ride. Just breaks it. Heads off into the ride. I look next to Harper. He's like crying. What's wrong with you? He's like, they took my shadow too. <laughs> yeah, we got, we got put on the back of that golf cart. Handcuffs and everything. And did they know what you were on? Uh, like they know how to spot, you know, the acid head. No, 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 at, no, 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 no. You, yeah, you'd be shocked how sober you get when you get arrested. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, have you ever? Have you ever I, I mean, like me and my buddy, uh, uh, me and my buddy Croy got arrested in San Diego one time. It was just it was for open container. That was it. It was really open container, but it was a big party. And Croy said something back to the cop, and we were lit. We were really drunk. And then we got in the car, and Croy decides to light the cop up. Like, just go. Let me tell you about who you are. Oh mm. boy. Okay. Uh, yeah. Right. Mm. We're both handcuffed in the back oh, of a no. Jeep Cherokee. And he's like, let me tell you who you are. You, you're the guy in high school and just starts lighting him up. And I am laughing hysterically. <laughs> and the cops were looking at him in the rearview mirror and is smiling and nodding his head. He goes, are you done? And Croy goes, uh, yeah, I'm about done. And the guy gets out of the car, goes around to the back. We don't know what he's doing. Comes back, opens Croy's door, and puts a black hood with a lock around his oh, head, like like a like a like a hostage, like a hostage mask, and and it's thick, and all you can hear is Croy just going. <laughs> I mean, I literally was next to him, going, "I think you're a cool guy." <laughs> so, is that like a spit hood or something like it's that? It's a spit hood, but he was oh the guy was just God. like, "I'm tired of listening to this," and just locked him up. And I'm sitting next to Croy the whole ride, being like, "Oh my God, I'd be losing it right now." We get to the we get to the police station, and we're sitting there, and finally he takes off the hood, and Croy goes, "And I, I bet you got a little what you would call it too." <laughs> just starts back up, and then, oh, then, he, then he fell down the stairs. Oh, right. Honestly. Three times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God, yeah. Those are, but that, Corey and I grew up in Florida. <laughs> there you go. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. This is the God's honest truth. When you were coming to town or announced you were coming to town, people were hitting us up all the time going, you need to get Bert on the show. You need to get him on the show. Really? I'm like, why? All I knew you from was your travel channel stuff. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I'm that's a big the travel wrong, channel guy. That's the wrong thing to know me from. <laughs> no, man, that's my dream job. No, it's a great job, but like, like as far as like, if you're coming to see me live, yeah. it has <laughs> right. nothing to do with my live shows. Like, you know, the guy that eats funny stuff? No, he goes on weird trips. No, 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 that's, that's not you. Right. That's not you. It's not me. We want to know the real you. And if you really kind of just look a little bit into the real you. Ooh. Well, you start with Florida. Well, first of all, your nickname <laughs> is The Machine. Dude, I got called into Travel Channel when I got the job. They, got, they uh, fired the regime that was in charge that hired me. And then they got a new president. Her name was Lorene Ong. She's a very nice lady. But this is a story that's true. So she wouldn't mind me telling it. She flies me from L.A. to D.C. for an hour meeting. She wants to meet with me for an hour and then fly me home. And I'm like, that seems odd. Uh-huh. I walk into her room and she's like, your digital footprint leaves something to be desired. <laughs> 
She said, uh, I, I'm I to understand that the only thing the travel related you've ever done is rob a train in Russia with the Russian mafia. <laughs> and I was is that like, true? Yeah, yeah. Oh. And I was like, yeah, that's... You robbed the train with the Russian mafia? Yeah, when and I was you, 22. And you said, who else on your roster has done that? Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, I do not want you on this network. I think you... I do not think you are fit to be on this network. And I've been there six years. Is this before you got your show? This is... I. We were shooting Birth to Conquer, the first season of Birth to Conquer. And, uh, and the thing, the thing that that I think we came to figure out is that, first of all, I'm not a bad person. I'm a fun guy. I like to have a good time. Mm -hmm. And that's not what travel's about. Travel's about having a good time. Sure. And so when I go and do my shows, it's all about having a good time. And we have a good time. That, that translates on air. And if there's somebody to have a good time, that's you. It's definitely me. Like, almost to a flaw. Like, I'm the guy that shows up with 100 burgers. Well, I mean, the, the reason you got famous was, and I'm sure you've heard the Van Wilder thing a thousand yeah. times. Are you tired of it? Like being... I wish like I never... You are the inspiration for Van Wilder. Yeah, I wish I had never brought it up. Because I'm the one that... I'm the did only you? reason anyone knows it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As I found out about it from National Lampoon. Like, I did a radio show. I'd always heard about it. Uh, because, you know, Hollywood's a small town. Mm -hmm. And my agents and managers wanted to sue. And uh, and I, my, I chose not to. And then I went in and I did, uh, I did a National Lampoon show. And I knew, I knew it in the back of my head. But I always wanted to, like, I thought that would be a cool thing. I wasn't selling tickets. You wanted to I verify like, it. I wanted to verify it. And I thought it would be like the real Van Wilder. I thought that would be like a cool moniker. So I brought in a bunch of movie execs. In, they used to have a National Lampoon building on Sunset. That's where they did the radio show. That's where they did the movies. I brought in a bunch of movies exactly, and I told them my story. I said, I have a story I want to tell you. Tell me if this rings a bell. In 1997, uh, Rolling Stone magazine discovered me and called me the number one party animal in the country. At the number one party school in the country. At Florida State. Uh, Oliver Stone optioned the rights to my life, and I moved to New York. And I started doing stand up. And as soon as I said that, they were like, cut the mics. And they cut the mics really? immediately. They cut the mics immediately. And and they were like, literally, no mics. They're like, are you suing us? Is that what you're doing oh, right now? Really? And I was like, no. I go, to be honest with you, you're trying to build the legacy. You're just trying to build your, your, your brand. I said, I just want to be able to say it on morning radio and not feel like a liar. And that's it. And they were like, are you serious? I was, like, <laughs> that's I was like, yeah. They're like, how about we give you your own radio show? We'll call it Partying with the Original Van Wilder. I was like, done. That was better than I ever imagined. And so I and so uh and so yeah, it was like, you know, it was a cool little thing. And now now I feel like it stinks because I it, that movie was not a big movie when it came out. Like, no, it's, but it's got one of those it's, cult. It's a cult classic. So people mm -hmm. hear that and they're like, "Oh, do you talk about whatever you do to bulldogs or whatever?" And I'm like, "I've never seen the movie. I never seen the movie. You want to hear something You've even crazy? You've never seen the movie? And want to hear something even crazier than this? So I go to a meeting uh probably a year ago maybe. I wrote a book called Life of the Party. Mm -hmm. In it, I talk about the Van Wilder stuff. Not very quickly, but I talk, I mention it. I go to a meeting. My book's in the center of the desk, and there's these two dudes, and they're like, we think you're hilarious. We want to do a sitcom with you about your life at Travel Channel, you as a parent, like kind of figuring out the crux between the two. We just think it's great. It would be a great TV show, and I, or a TV show, TV show. And I said, cool. And they're like, do you, are you familiar with what we do? And I said, I have no idea. And they're like, well, one of our partners couldn't be here today, but we produced the movie Van Wilder and I went oh my wow. god I'm literally and then I went that's crazy and they're like our other partner is Ryan Reynolds <laughs> and I was like in my head I was like thank god I never sued because now I have an opportunity and then I said to them I go I said they said have you seen the movie and I said I've never seen it and they lost it they're like are you serious you've never seen Van Wilder Not I was even like I mean you're attached to it. Well, now it's like now if it comes on I change the channel because I'm like I don't want to see it. Why? Because now because yeah, he cause, won't be able to say this he won't yeah. be able to say that he's never seen it. It's yeah, yeah. And now, now it's become like, and so they said to me, they go, would you watch the movie on your podcast with Ryan Reynolds? 
And I was like, uh, 100%. Can you really take his shirt off? <laughs> so did, did you do it yet? No, nah, not yet. The, not, not, not yet. I mean, he's been a little busy. But, uh, but, nah, nah. but no, but, uh, but yeah, that, that, uh, it was, it was really cool. It's, it's a really cool footnote in my life. I have a right. lot of really cool things where you go, shut up. Well, the, the Rolling Stone thing. I got blow you away right now. You ready? Uh, this is one, this is one that, uh, I think is even cooler than that. I was in a band in college. And uh, I was it was called giving out spankings, and uh, <laughs> I was the front man, and we it was, and it was me, John Dacre, Brent Bracken, and Ben and Ben Carter, and one of our fraternity brothers wanted to join in, and he was really good, like so good that you like immediately you're in a band, you like you ever have someone so good, you're like oh he's gonna realize how bad I am, oh so, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah, so I kicked him out, and <laughs> he was like I'm the best guy in the band, <laughs> and I was like yeah, and that's why we don't want you anymore because me and the bassist won a band, and if right. you're here, you're gonna realize you can get someone better. He's like I'm gonna start a band ten times better than yours. I was like uh, good luck, go ahead. He started a band called Creed. Uh, oh no way, Mark! Mark Tremonti, yeah. No way! Yeah. Wow! And he and by the way, if you ask him about it, he'll deny it. He goes, "I don't know Burt Kreischer." By the way, in my fraternity, I gave him his nickname, and I think he still holds like a, like a bone with it, dude. It, I was in Metallica once, but if you ask any of those dudes, <laughs> they're, gonna, they're gonna deny it too. <laughs> That's it's right. almost as though they don't know who you are. Yeah. It's really weird. They, 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 all right, you got to ask them, hey, was Riz, you know, in your band once? Are they going to deny it? I'm like the guy from the Beastie Boys that passed away. <laughs> hey, Riz, he said the band name was giving out spankings. Does that got to go on our band name list? Oh, read him our band name list. Oh, we got some good ones, man. You, you'd be so, a good authority on I So mean, we, we, we people, like whether we're talking about a news story or just general conversation, when we come up with what we believe to be a great band name, we write them down. And eventually, we are going to start a band, and we are going to pick from this list. But give of, the highlights This there, is Moby. such a big Nothing, list. How about, don't, don't go through all of them. I'm not. How about uh, Unpixelated Backburger? Not that sure. came up in I a like news that. story. The Bleeding Nipples. Crusty squeeze. That was a tough day. Crusty squeeze holes. Crusty squeeze holes. Uh, let's see. Oh God. Uh, Cash Cabbeth. You know that's a Black Sabbath. How about uh, the postmenopausals? <laughs> uh, banana massage. Uh, a cat's a hole. But uh, that's a, that's catchy, by the way. <laughs> a cat's a hole. Uh, yeah, that's catchy. What kind of is that, that punk? What, what, what kind of music is that? Yeah, tainted sample. That's kind of a metal band. <laughs> Uh, unex- unexpected cheddar. I like that one. Okay. Uh, airplane farts. Um, Joni Pepperoni and the Hitmen. That was good. See, one. this is when I had to name my book. I, I named it Life of the Party. I wanted to, I wanted to name it Shh, the Burt Kreischer story. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was such a good name. Shh. The Burt Kreischer story. H H H dot 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 dot. The Burt Kreischer story. That's funny. And the people did not like it. So so let me ask you. So when Rolling Stone went to go do the article, yeah, and they they were asking people at FSU like about the number one party, or everybody said you. Well, they only asked like five people. They asked Fred Maglione. They asked Eric Pogue. They asked Charlie Erdman. They asked like dudes I knew. And they all and I had partied with all these guys the night before, and I think half of them thought I was prank calling them, and so they were like, they were like, oh yeah, it's Bert. Bert's the biggest party animal in the country. Huh. And so then they called me, and I was in the middle of a bong hit. <laughs> and that guy, man, when he, I never forget that. I literally my bear, my buddy Blair passed me the phone. I had just taken a bong hit, and I was like, hello. And he told me, my name's Eric Hedegaard. I want to come down to Florida State. I want to write an article about Florida State. I need a chaperone. Um, I want a kind of broad stroke of the school. Can you give me like a broad stroke? And I was like, okay. He's like, 
And he goes, were you just doing a bong hit? And I was like, yeah. And he must have been like, I found the guy. Yeah. <laughs> and so he spent five days with me. And, and man, you know how normally you'd like sit and watch Sports Center all morning? Well, if you have like a journalist sitting with you, and this is before reality television or phones, like cell phones, you couldn't just sit on your cell phone. You'd be like, what are you going to do today? We did stuff back then. We just got up and did stuff. Right. And I'd be like, he had a discretionary budget. I was like, let's go drink. It would be like 10 in the morning. I love morning drinking. And so... He came in and asked for, for alcohol, by the way, immediately. Yeah, sure did. I'm so hungover from last night. You have Not even last night, yesterday. You have no idea. But um, but so, yeah. And so we partied hard, man. We really partied hard. We got him to do drugs. He hadn't done drugs in forever. The journalist? The journalist, yeah. We got him to do drugs. <laughs> what kind of drugs? Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> 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 he was like... He was like I think at one point, I was like, hey, man, don't put this in the article. He's like, are you kidding me? I couldn't tell anyone about this night. Like, right. He was like, this is the craziest night I've ever had. He was sitting monkey in the back of our my Jeep Cherokee, like like in the backpack. And, <laughs> and he was like, he was like, this is the most insane night I've ever had. And, but, that, was, and that was a typical night for you at FSU? Dude. You I, went that hard for si- for six years? Six years. Dude, we, we played a couple shows at that place, and uh, it was... I. Oh. I was involved in some ridiculous propositions, and uh, we weren't even there for more than a night. You know, what's so funny is, like, you go, like, I moved from there to L.A., and, like, things didn't, or not, there to New York, and things didn't translate. Like, literally, literally, I remember I remember one time, this comedian, Jordan, I, there were a bunch of girls from FSU up, and they're like, I go, hey, my buddy Jordan Rubin's got a house, I think he had it with, like, uh, Simon Rex. Mm-hmm. I think oh they, yeah, Simon Rex. I think mm. they shared an apartment. I've told, I've told Simon this. Simon's gorgeous still, and uh, dirt Did nasty. Did he do porn for a while? No, he just he just. Uh, I got yeah, it. Yeah, and so. By the way, you like how I defended that? He just did that. No, it was just that. It was just that. I mean, we all know what that is. On camera, and so. So. I love how you got that out. Now he just fucking got it. And so. And so these girls are up there. By the way, these girls are all working in the business now. They're all from Florida State. Four girls. They're beautiful. The girls of Florida State were like next level hot. And mm-hmm. they're like, and they said, hey, we got some Coke. Can you find us a room and we'll all do some Coke? And I was like, yeah. So I went over Jordan. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I was like, hey, do you mind if we use your room to get high? And he was like, no, not at all. And so we go into his room and Jordan follows us. And we take the mirror off his wall. <laughs> and Jordan goes, what are you guys doing? And we're like, we're getting high. He's like, I thought you were smoking a joint. I was like, what world do you live in where I go to your room to smoke a joint? Like, I just smoke it here. Like, mm-hmm. like yeah. that was the way Florida State worked, though. Florida State was like, dude, it was just a different world. Like, I remember telling, I remember telling journalists, the journalists that like, no one's crashing beers on their head. They're eating ecstasy and like, and and like and acid and mushrooms and like it was and drinking beer nonstop. It was, and I look, I'm 43 years now. It was hedonism. And it was like the best seven years of my life. Like I, I loved every. I, when I left, I was like, I literally very few times. You know how you gotta have like a good breakup. And you're like, you know what? I feel good about that breakup. <laughs> when I left college, I was like, I'm ready for the next phase of my life. Like I'm, I'm you're ready. Done. To, I'm done. And I moved to New York. And I, and I yeah, remember, but what the hell were you gonna do? I mean, you spent six, seven years partying. Exactly. What was I gonna do? I was panicking. I was, I was like, I said in the article I wanted to do stand up. So this radio station well, put up. Well, don't. I, we can continue the story. I gotta take yeah. a break. Okay, right? let's take a break. Let's break I, out the jack. What are we well, doing, guys? Yeah, get, hey. get him some gin. I'll go pull him beer off the wall, and we're all drinking, and we're getting loose. Pseudo shell. Pseudo shell on one hundred five seven. The point. What did you just bring him? Did you just bring him a box box airplane box airplane box It looks like heroin. That is a lunchbox full of liquor. Uh, by the way, Burke Kreischer is here. Hey! And 
He is at the Helium Comedy Club. He's got a show tonight. He's got two shows tomorrow. He's got two shows on Saturday. Heliumcomedy.com is the website. Got all the info on there. And just everybody's just bringing you booze. It's my whole life. Did you just bring? You brought him an elbow, a lunchbox yeah. of liquor. Yeah. Nice, <laughs> a, a lunch pail from back from the fifties. Okay listen, to drink on the you job. may you may just know him from his Travel Channel stuff, Bert the Conqueror, and and Trip Flip. But you are a, a, a complex person. You are way more than the stuff you see on TV. All the stuff I shared off the air is the reason I'm in therapy. This this was the number one partier at the number one party school in America for seven years in a row. That is a resume builder, for sure. All right, so you get out of college. What did you go to college for? I mean, you went to FSU for seven years. Uh, Creative writing. (laughs) What did your parents think? You know, in all honesty, I I think my dad was just like... Like, was it disappointment? I think he was, I do think he was afraid that I was a failure. And then like literally when the Rolling Stone magazine came out, like I he he didn't know what to do because he was like, buddy, I don't know how you're gonna get a job. Because <laughs> it was like it was this was before reality television. Was this, this was, line was, was this big, line uttered? This is gonna follow you around forever. Yep. And my and my buddy Croy, the guy I told you that got the hood put over his head, mm-hmm. his dad called me. His dad's a big lawyer in Florida. His dad called me and he goes, You get this opportunity once in a lifetime, you capitalize on it. Yeah. He goes, you move to New York. If you want to do stand-up, you do stand-up. You move to New York, you do it. And I was like, really? He goes, you'll never get this opportunity again. You capitalize on it. And I tried stand-up one night. They offered me my own morning show in Tallahassee. Yeah, this is crazy. So you went, you is this a stand-up? And, so you went to Tallahassee. At Pop your first stand-up gig. After his first stand-up gig, well, I heard the story of you were going to get drunk before you were going to go on stage. Yeah. I, I, I want to remember the guy's Christian Harloff is the guy's name. He's a really funny comic out of L.A., which is so crazy that our our paths met there. I was in the back of Pop L.A.'s. I gra- grabbed a Miller This is a like, great story. Think about it. And, listen, listen to this. And I said, and I was like, getting ready to go on stage. I didn't have a set list. I didn't know anything about comedy. I was like, you just get on stage, and you, I guess you make funny happen. And so I grabbed a Miller Lite, and I went to take my first sip, and Christian Harloff, came up to me and he goes, hey man, nothing for nothing, I wouldn't do that. And I was like, what? He was like, if you want to do this for a living, then I would do it sober. Because then it can be a job and you can always do it sober. But if you need, if you do it with alcohol and you do good, then you'll always need alcohol. And I, and by the way, that was not my MO in life. My, my MO was like drugs and alcohol, do anything, mm-hmm. anything. And, uh, and I put the beer down and I went, okay, I did it. I did like 30 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. And you winged it. Winged the whole thing and had a really great set. And uh, they offered me my own morning show. And so I, some, it was like a radio station that sponsored the comedy out or something. Yeah, and the guy said, you "What know, about you, who was the morning show guy?" I, was I, I wish I knew. I wish I'd paid attention because I'm. He's. He said, "Now I definitely wish I paid attention because I know a lot about radio." But like he, uh, they said, "You'll go in. You'll be his third mic." I didn't know what that meant. You'll be his third mic. You'll hang out for like a month, and then he's gonna leave, and it'll be your show. You'll just take over the show. And I was like, "Great!" So they introduced me to him. Me and him sat down, had a beer after the show. I said. Uh, I said, this is awesome, man. I'm really excited. And he goes, yeah, knock yourself out. And I was like, why are you leaving? And he was like, who wants to do radio in Tallahassee? Uh, that's it. And, and I and literally, like, nope. I heard that and I was like, not me. <laughs> he goes, I'm so right off the bat, they offered him a freaking morning show. <laughs> wow. That's Damn. nuts. Yeah. And so I, I said, if you can, I, in my head, I thought, if I was good enough to be your sidekick, I bet I can move to New York and get, get something started. Right. So then you went to New York. Moved to New York and... Literally, I mean, not literally, but like six months later, uh, Will Smith discovered me. Check out this story. 
The so Will Smith? The Will Smith. So this See, is that's around. what my dad said. The <laughs> 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 so Will Smith? If I'm to think it about Billy it. Smith? No, the, this, the story that goes, this is 99, 2000. That this is, uh, I was 26 years old, so I think it's like, I think it's it's probably 99. I only know that because on the Millennium Party, they told me uh, someone from Hollywood's going to be here. He knows Will Smith. And I was like, who's it going to be? And then it found out it was me. So was it Will Smith found the article and read about you or heard through the grapevine about this grapevine about this guy, Bert Kreischer, and, you know, he's this partier, and maybe we could do something together, so. It was his people. What was happening is I was working the door at the Boston Comedy Club, and I was allowing all the NYU kids to come in and drink underage. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just like, dude, they don't ID, just go drink. And I was just out of college, so I was, I was like, almost simpatico with them. So I was the guy that let them all in for free, got them drinking. I'd go up at the end of the night, and I'd just destroy, because they were like, who's not going to laugh at the guy who just let us in? Time Out New York wrote an article about it. Will Smith's people... He was in town doing Millennium at the time, okay. and his people saw the article, came down to the club, watched me do stand-up, and they're like, Will's going to love you. And they're like, Let, we want you to meet Will. So I went up to the hit factory where he was doing Millennium, and they had like two folding chairs in the middle of a room, and they were like, sit down, Mr. Smith will be in in a second. Dude, I'm 26 years old, right, right out of Tallahassee, and Will Smith comes in. And I knew if I got this deal, it's hundreds of thousands of dollars. I was making $25 a night working the door. Uh-huh. Will Smith comes in, hurricane of personality. Just what, what? So he just said he like Will Smith's people. Like he wants to meet with you. And what is in your mind? Like what? For uh, what? Exactly. I'm like because <laughs> I'm, I'm like, and there, my, I had a guy that was, I had a couple people jockeying to be my manager, and they were like, he wants to do a TV show, show with you. If this happens, it's a big deal. I told my dad. Well, and your dad thought it was a casting couch situation where like well, you'd have to have a gay sex thing with Will Smith. What happened was we meet. And I just, I light up. First of all, I love hip hop. So I, I, I start hammering. I love black people. I love you. You're black. Like, I love Jada. What happened to Tupac? Who killed Biggie? Like, I'm literally hammering him. And we talked for an hour. I spoke the whole time. And he gave me a big hug. And he goes, I like you. And I went, I like you. And he's like, let's go to the movies. And I went, okay. And I and that was it. And I walked out. I called my dad. I go, he goes, how did it go? I go, Hey, we're going to, on to the movies. I got a dad, second date. Yeah, my dad goes, on a date? <laughs> my dad's old school. Like, right. old school. He goes, on a date? I go, no. Like, yeah, maybe. Or, I don't know. <laughs> I don't care at this point. And my dad's like, buddy, oh, I think he wants to to gay up. Like, this <laughs> is well, what you're they so, do. You're, Bert, you're so naive. Yeah. He goes, this is what they do in Hollywood. And I go, dad, that's impossible. I just hung out with him in a dance studio. He's like, what? I was like, nothing, nothing. And then he goes, buddy, let me, let me ask you a question. What's more likely? The fact that you're so talented that within six months of doing stand-up, the biggest movie star in the world wants to make a TV show about you or... That he's a closeted homosexual and he wants to have sex with you. I was like, oh my God. I was That's like, what do funny. I do? You gotta my, roll dad the said, dice. my dad said, you show up. <laughs> so you got to roll the dice. Yeah, either <laughs> way, you're in. Yeah, eat crap and cash checks. And so I showed up. And I, but I showed up. It was at Planet Hollywood. This is the worst part. I showed up to Planet Hollywood. And I'm like, and just like you said, I go up and I go, Will Smith here. <laughs> And that's where he said to meet him. And they're like, the actor Will Smith? I was like, I was like yes. Like, like, welcome to Earth, Will yeah, Smith? Welcome to Earth. We have a mannequin in the back. Is that what you're looking for? I go, no, I'm supposed to see a movie with him? And they're like, what? The fourth person today to say yes. that. I'm like, I look in my head, I'm like, this was a whole gag. Like, this is where the cameras. And so they're like, you're more than welcome to wait for him, but I don't think he'll ever come. So I sit down. All of a sudden, door off to the left opens. And a six foot five, three hundred and twenty pound black dude named Charlie Mack sticks his head out and he goes, looks at me, he goes, You Bert? 
And I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to have to have sex with this guy too. <laughs> oh, this is more than I planned on. I'm like, I might be. He goes downstairs, takes me downstairs, and there is literally 10 black dudes in a room no bigger than this, really, with red curtains everywhere and a folding table in the middle, middle, and they're just staring at me. I'm thinking, oh, my God, I'm going to have sex with all these 10 guys. Charlie Mack, Will Smith, I'm sure he's bringing Jazzy Jeff. That's 13 dudes. <laughs> on the table. On the table. That's how it's going down, and I'm doing the math. I'm going, do I start with Charlie Mack, or do I start with, I should give it to Fresh Friends point, first. you just grab your ankles and go, all right, just do whatever you're going to do. Yeah, and so I'm literally, like, not making eye contact with anyone. Will shows up with Jazzy Jeff, I swear to God. Oh my I swear to God, I swear to God, with Jazzy Jeff. And he, he looks at me and he goes, yo, this is him. And all the guys start walking to me like, it's going down. And then all of a sudden the curtains open behind me and there's a beautiful movie theater with like private lush couches. And Will says, go get us two seats, I'll get us drinks. You want a, a Long Island tea? I was like, yeah. So we watch a movie, watch American Pie. At the end of the movie, he goes... What did you think? And I thought it was like a litmus for like, did you like this? Can we make TV like this? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I, I tried to like, I was like, I loved it. I love this. Oh my gosh. You watch American Pie with Will Smith in a and private then, theater? And then he says, what did you think about the room? I go, it's great. And he goes, no, what did you think about the guys in the room? I was like, they're black. <laughs> and he's like, no. And he looks at me. He goes, you said you were a hip hop fan. He goes, that's Cool Mo D. That's Biz Marquee. Oh, no kidding. That's, that's oh, Big Daddy. I'm, I'm like, he goes, you said you were a fan, so I called them all so that you can meet them. And I'm like, I could have had sex with Cool Mo D. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> it's oh, insane. It was, the, it was like, and then, and then, you know what's crazy is he called, he said to me, he goes, let's do this again tomorrow. And I was like, okay. But he never called, so I didn't show up. And me not showing up made him, made me look to him like I was hard to get. So he's like, I love this guy. And I was like, I was like, done. And so we ended up doing. Uh, we ended up. He taught me how to pitch TV shows. He like he. It was the greatest. He was the greatest blessing in my career. Wow. He like literally put a stamp of approval on me for Hollywood. And he's like, I'm willing to work with this guy. Um, you should work with this guy. And he's to this day. I mean, I tell you that still, story. Do you, do you still keep in touch with him? No, no, kind of. Not not kind of at all. That's a lie. But, but here's the thing: if you ask Will. <laughs> If he knows Birdie's going to deny it. Like, yeah. Yeah. Times. <laughs> I, 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 I guy in Metallica? so yeah, badly want to know. Because he called me up one day. I was pitching a movie. It, it was basically I was pitching Get Him to the Greek, but it was hip-hop. Uh-huh. And it was from New York to Miami, but with a rapper instead. <laughs> and it was going around. And, and he just called up one day. He just shows up. No, no, I don't know the number. I pick it up. And he's like, Bert. I was like, Ken, he goes, it's Will. Hey, man, you pitching a movie? And I go, yeah. And he's like, how come uh, you didn't call me? I go, who is this? He's like, it's Will. I go, Will who? And he goes, Will Smith. Who do you think it is? And he's like, man, I'm the biggest movie star in Hollywood. Why wouldn't you call me if you want to pitch a movie? And I went, I didn't think about it. And he goes, let me set up some meetings for you. Come wow. in and pitch it. And he's just the greatest guy in the world. And that's who he is. And I like, I, I and I, I wrote that story in my book, and I've, and I've told that story before. And I'm just always wondering if he's going to hear it one day and be like, because, you know, everyone said he was gay. Like, there was a big rumor. Right. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it's, and now his son's been, like, the spokesperson for, like, cisgender. Wearing women's yeah. clothes. And, and Will's been behind his son and been, been like, that's my boy. You know, what he... And so, like, that that subject is probably been brought up. And I guarantee you someone's, like, used my story against him. So I, I hope that he... Um, whatever. Hey, Will, if you're listening... It's cool. What's him saying? It's cool, man. It's all good. Oh, man. It's cool. You I didn't know he was a big listener of the Ridge Show. So oh, yeah, it's, it's cool. cool. Yeah. Well, then let me talk to him right now. Hey, Will. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, call, uh, call in 969 Dude. Can you please come back? I mean, I have so much stuff to oh, talk to you about. Dude, I would come back anytime. Let's do a call in sick to work show here. Do you know what those are? No. Okay, what I do is I come into radio, we drink hardcore. 
Like we do, we I'll show up at six in the morning. You've got my attention. Start <laughs> drinking at six. We wrap at ten, and then we go right to the club, and we and we throw like a eleven o'clock show on. Everyone calls in sick to work. And, it, and it's just day drinking. Okay, let's, let's do, do it. it. Let's that do it. Doesn't sound we got, we have contacts on the east side for the for those kind of clubs. We're good. Let's do it. Let's do it. This is going to be a blast. We'll I'm, a, I'm the resident set. alcoholic no, on the show, so I'm in. That's what I'm talking about. It's set up. You set this up. I just did. All right. Call six to work. I'll call you. It's already. Find more Rizzuto Show Rewinds at 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Hey, it's Riz. Now, cybersecurity is the most exciting career in technology and one of the most in-demand careers. And Centric can train you for a career in cybersecurity, and they could do it in just four months. With Centric's hands-on program, they teach you the actual job skills you need to get started. No history, no biology, just technology. And that's how they do it in just four months, even if you have no IT experience. And you could do it online, or you could do it in person. You could do it in the evenings, or you could do it during the day. Whatever works best for you. They're flexible. If you are interested in a career in cybersecurity, call Patrick Nealon at Centric Training. He's going to walk you through Centric's cutting-edge program and show you everything Centric does to help you get started right now in your new IT career. Call 314-450-4714 or go to centric.com slash STL. C-E-N-T-R-I-Q.com slash STL. Cybersecurity is a problem for every business in St. Louis. You can be part of the solution. Hey, Moon here, and the holiday season is in full swing. 2023 is almost here, and our good friends at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, locally owned and family owned since 1976, invite you to come in for year-end deals on new tires and expert auto service. Drive in today to make sure your family's vehicles are in tip-top condition for the harsh winter weather ahead. You know, Dobbs is the area's largest retailer of tires and expert auto service and with 42 store locations to serve you Dobbs is so convenient no matter what you drive car light truck van SUV CUV hybrid or EV Dobbs has the tire brands you want at the lowest price in town guaranteed and the quality parts and state-of-the-art technology and diagnostics to service your vehicle right the first time for new tires and for expert routine service preventative maintenance factory scheduled service and complex engine and diagnostic repairs whatever you need you can count on the friendly and professional team of associates at Dobbs. Check out Dobbs year-end deals on tires and auto service now at go2dobbs.com. Then get into Dobbs to make sure your family's vehicles make it through the winter driving season. Remember, at Dobbs, you'll be in, up, fixed, and out the same day. 42 locations. Click on go2dobbs.com for year-end deals today. Hey, it's Moon from the Rizzuto Show, and I have a serious, serious passion for the sport of soccer. And I'm especially excited because St. Louis obviously has our new upcoming MLS. Team, St. Louis City SC. Michelle Smallman from ESPN and I thought it would be a perfect opportunity to help folks that may be new to soccer or are looking for a little bit of a refresher course to prepare for the upcoming season. We'll cover everything from basics like what is offsides or why isn't the clock stopping to slightly more in-depth with guests like former World Cup stars, professional referees, players on our squad, and even the sporting director for St. Louis City SC. We thought the perfect name for it would be Soccer 101 with Moon and Michelle. Look for Soccer 101 with Moon and Michelle on all podcast directories or on podcast1.com. Soccer 101 with Moon and Michelle, a safe place to learn about soccer. The Rizzuto Show. Rewind. Hey, it's Roman Atwood, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. I got a uh, couple minutes left here before we got at the uh, final break of the morning, but want some food news real quick? I think this is very important. Okay. Oh. Food news. 
So McDonald's today has some big fancy meeting where they may fill investors in on a plan to release a premium chicken sandwich. That's right. Ooh. The chicken sandwich wars. Another volley. Oh, so like wow. instead of the Popeye's Chick-fil-A, we're getting yep. uh, a Mickey D's version? Well, you know what? Do you know what they're saying? At first, it was a chicken sandwich battle with Popeye's and KFC. Mm -hmm. Now it's a war. You got McDonald's in there? But I thought, like, they, don't they already have a fried chicken sandwich? Uh -uh. They're getting third-partied. Uh-uh. Well, now they're using a slightly more real meat. So. <laughs> <laughs> this time we're going to use real chicken. Yeah, almost. No, so, didn't you guys say the big thing was it wasn't the chicken necessarily. It was whatever the seasoning was in the bread. That was the difference Yeah, maker. listen, the old but McDonald's chicken sandwich was, was a lot different. I mean, it wasn't as, as uh, thickly breaded as the you know Popeye's chicken sandwich or even the Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich. Yeah, you're right. Somebody did say it was all about the bread or something. Yeah. The breading, one of the two. One of you guys did. Yeah. yeah. I, I think the bread at the Popeye's one, the Popeye's chicken sandwich played a big role. So, sure, McDonald's had had chicken sandwiches in the, in the menu before, but this new crispy fried chicken competitor could be the one to topple, you know, KFC, Popeye's, Chick-fil-A. And a leaked email also shows that franchisees were asking McDonald's, hey, you got to help us here. We're getting killed. Yep. Please come up with a premium sandwich to cash in on this craze. That's it. It's out. They announced today at 10.14 a.m. Eastern Time that those are the two chicken sandwiches. They've tested it in Knoxville and some other southern areas. And at some point this year, that's what we will be getting. That's it. That does not look anything spectacular. Like, it doesn't... It looks good, though. Not about looks. That looks great, I, th mm -hmm. I think. Look at the, pickles. One on the, right. the one on the right. Why do you hate McDonald's yeah, so man. Much, man? I don't at all, but uh, compared pickles, to Chick-fil-A, compared to Chick-fil-A and Popeye's, that looks well, like a McChicken sandwich to me. Yeah. Can I just have the pickles? The one on the right with the you chicken cannot. sandwich and the pickles, uh, we're looking at the screen here. Yeah, I mean, it looks like it could be a competitor mm -hmm. to Chick-fil-A. Mm. Mm. Guys, don't judge a book by its cover. To take a bite. Oh, early next year. I'm sorry, not this year. First, early next year. Early next year, you said. Yep. So uh, the version you're going to get, by the way, is uh, way uh, not two, two and a half inches more squished. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen, Popeyes. Look, look at that. Like, if you saw this, what the hell is that? That's, that's the Popeyes, Popeyes one. one. That's the Popeyes one. <laughs> well, Popeyes I mean, alone had double-digit growth. To tell you to the truth, the other one looks more appetizing. You are the <gasps> wrongest you've wrong. ever been, and that, that's saying a lot. Well, I mean, I and like I like I like the darkened bun because it looks like it's some other type of bread other than just the the typical whatever we have on the right. But I mean, the other thing that looks like too much breading. That's uh, too sharp. No, I think it's good. Yeah, because you guys have had it. You're associating what you like about this picture on the left. I'm neutral here. I haven't had either. So just eating with your eyes first. I'm eating with my eyes. The See, right now, one looks like I'm going to have less of a, 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 a yeah, uh, heart issue. Like if you have like, uh, oh, take heart issues out of the way. How You told me to look with my eyes. My brain's, my brain's one, connected. It looks pretty this way. The one on the right looks like there's more meat involved. The other, you can't tell how exactly. much there. Exactly. It's know, a what bag what of potato chips. But I like, you know, if you get fried chicken, Jeff loves fried chicken. When you get fried chicken, don't you like the little bits on it? Uh, Plus 100%. pickles on the bottom? Yeah. That's not what I want them. I want them on the top. You can put them on the top. Then you must not like chicken. Chick-fil-A. I'm not picking it apart. I've never had Chick-fil-A. That's the Chick-fil-A sandwich. Oh, my what? Yeah, actually, had a Chick-fil-A sandwich. Woo. No, this is Popeyes. This oh, is Chick-fil-A. This okay, is McDonald's. Sorry. Chick-fil-A yeah, has my name on it right there. Chick-fil-A is the best. I'm not sure I've had Chick-fil-A, and I don't think I've had Popeyes since the '80s. 
The Popeye sandwich was good. It's good. Was Chick Fil A better in malls or freestanding? Freestanding. Yeah, they're good either way. Okay. For a McDonald's thing, you got to admit, on the right, that's a step up from what they're usually. That looks like a delivering. McChicken to me. It looks like a basic ass McChicken. <laughs> look one? up, yeah, look up, basic ass McChicken. <laughs> Too bad we already have the podcast title for today. <laughs> I know. Like, look, so this good. is a McChicken sandwich. <laughs> this is the dollar McChicken sandwich. Okay, and that looks like a dollar menu thing because you got the sesame seeds, you got the typical stuff. But I mean, at come least on. that toasted. Yeah, but on the right okay, side, you got the, the toasted, toasted bun, bun and all it's that. got butter on it. It makes it makes it look more attractive. Can't you see the one on the right is a little more well done, a little a little browner. Yeah, so the one the McChicken darker. that I got pictured up here. Okay, that McChicken. It looks like that McChicken is, if you're looking at it, you're saying one out of ten, that's a seven, that's an eight. See, that looks like a four and a seven to me. The the other one doesn't you look like it's seasoned or anything. The one on the left is a St. Louis seven. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they so all look amazing. good, right? Uh, I'd eat them all. And which one did you all prefer? I'm not kicking any one of them out of the bed. You guys preferred the Popeyes one, right? I prefer the Chick Fil A Popeyes. I liked, I liked, I liked Popeyes. I prefer Chick Fil A. I like the Chick Fil A one. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Okay. We're gonna have somebody offers me a Popeyes one. I'm not turning it down. <laughs> what are you crazy? I gotta try it again. No, I've had no it sir. once and it was okay, but it was delivered. So I want to have it fresh. I think it would probably be better. Sure. And uh, finally, uh, as far as food news goes, if you are uh, a, if you're a loved one or if your loved one has served in the military, make sure to swing through a Dunkin' Donuts drive-thru on Wednesday for a thank you treat. Uh, Dunkin' is giving military members, past and present, a free donut on Veterans Day. Oh, that's cool. No purchase necessary. They're also going to give uh, $10,000 to a million thanks, which provides thank you letters and uh, words of encouragement to service members. If you'd like to send a letter to our troops, swing by Duncan's Instagram story today and create your own digital thank you note. And Duncan's going to print out the letters and uh, send them to active service members. That's a is, cool story, man. Which is very nice. Yeah. And that's your food news. The Rizzuto Show. Rewind. Listening to the Riz Show, and it's Ian Bag. Happy birthday, Riz. Right, welcome back. Jeff's got your crap on celebrities here in a second. Any of you guys uh, say something very awkward or around your, your father-in-law, sexual in nature, as you, far as, like, his daughter goes? No, but he said something weird to me when I said to him, hey, I asked everybody else permission, and now I'm asking you, I'm this Christmas, I'm going to ask your daughter's hand in marriage, and without looking at me, he said, well, Jeff, there's more to a relationship than sex. Oh, God. <laughs> I was just like, is that a yes? Are you okay? I didn't know what he meant by that, to be honest with you. I think I took him off guard, and he got very uncomfortable. Yeah. His own daughter, his only daughter, so. But no, I've never, the reverse, no. Moon, you? I don't think so. I, I I try to remain at least uh, fifty miles away from any kind of conversation <laughs> mm -hmm. 
having to do with his daughter in a sexual nature. Oh, I thought you were just yeah. going to say of him in general. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. The- Dude, this, my, I'm sorry. My father-in-law was the guy that I used to watch Sunday night uh, TV with him for hours. And anytime there was even a kissing scene. You know, like a murder she wrote. There'd be a kissing scene. I'd be like, oh, I'm sitting next to my father-in-law and this yeah. is happening. I see. I lucked out. My father-in-law has a really, really funny and witty sense of humor. So, like, nothing would, even if I said something, it wouldn't be awkward. Because he would probably just one-up me. <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Like, I, uh, I try to avoid any and all conversation about that. And yeah. Even when we had the kids, you know, I'm like hoping you didn't know how it happened right well <laughs> <laughs> there's a, uh, a hearing aid company called Ergo, and they have a funny commercial that features a girl and her boyfriend visiting her parents and at one point the girl very quietly asks her boyfriend if he brought the condoms so the boyfriend didn't hear the question so he asks her to repeat it and then the dad chimes in and this is the, remember this is a hearing aid commercial so this is dad now with super hearing Thanks for having us this weekend, Mrs. Garcia. Yeah, thanks, Mom. Of course, and I love these flowers. Hey, did you bring them? Condoms. What's up? Condoms. Condoms, Charlie. She wants to know if you brought any condoms. <laughs> yeah, I brought some. Eargo, a virtually invisible hearing loss solution with high-quality sound and lifetime support. Yep. And, and the, the scene is he's, like, in the other room. You know, it's an open kitchen into a, a living room. Yeah. He's in the dad chair. And he hears the whole thing. And then the end of Condoms. the commercial, did you did you see all the way to the end? When the kids go into the room, he takes the he takes the hearing aids out. So he doesn't hear That's anything. That's the big reveal. Going yeah. in there. Like Oh no, I didn't see that part. Yeah, at the oh, end it's, it's funny. God. like the kids retire to the bedroom and he takes the Oh, that's funny. I didn't out. see to the end. Yeah. I got so uncomfortable I, I shut it off <laughs> at that moment. Good campaign. Uh another uh video. Making the rounds. Uh, this is the guy at a department store singing a Sam Smith song. So I guess he's uh, he's on a karaoke machine. It looks like a Walmart or something, and somewhere in, in Asia. I think it's Taiwan, isn't it? I'm not sure exactly where it is, but it's one of these karaoke machines, and in the middle of the department store. And this kid is—I mean, he's got a great voice. Slays it if you watch the whole thing. Yeah. Now, I, I watched it this morning and I was mesmerized. Is he Walmart good or is he good? Good. No, that's He's good. good, good. Okay. He's got such good. It's control. good enough. So that's, that's a great. Sam Smith song. Sam Smith reposted the clip, which has got to be awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So, put that up on the blog if you would. It'd be a mighty nice of you. All right, back in the day, today is February 11th, 268 years ago, 1752. The first hospital in America opened in Philadelphia, thanks to Ben Franklin, who raised most of the money to build it. 30 years ago, 1990, Nelson Mandela was freed from prison after 27 years. Also 30 years ago, 1990, as a 35-to-1 underdog, Buster Douglas knocked out Mike Tyson in the 10th round to win the undisputed heavyweight championship. That happened 30 years ago today. 27 years ago, 1993, Janet Reno was appointed Attorney General by President Clinton. Janet Reno was the first female to hold the position and the sexiest, no doubt. <laughs> Without question. 14 years ago, 2006, Dick Cheney accidentally shot his quail hunting partner in the face. Forgot about that. 
He did not die. Eight years ago, 2012, Whitney Houston died in her hotel, uh, in her hotel bathtub the night before the Grammys. And the coroner's report ruled her death an accidental drowning, but also listed cocaine use and heart disease as contributing factors. She was 48. Marijuana and Xanax were also in her system, but did not contribute to her death. And seven years ago, 2013, Pope Benedict said, I'm done with this. <laughs> I've had enough. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm done with this being a Pope thing. I'm clocking out. Yep. You seen that movies yet? Uh, that movie the Two yet? Popes? Yeah. No, I have not. It's really good. Yeah, it's in the queue. Man, I saw a little behind the scenes on it. It looks fascinating. It really does. It is pretty fascinating. Especially the two actors' relationship during the filming. So 2013, Pope Benedict announced his resignation, making him the first Pope to resign since the year 1415. And that's what happened back in the day. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. Hey, it's more like, hey, I'm a done. I'm a done with this job. All right, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. So we alluded to this earlier, but there was three pretty big shows announced yesterday. I want to go through them real quick. Sure. Uh, first of all, Rage Against the Machine just announced a world tour. Going to kick off March 26th in El Paso. They keep that in Texas. And then they'll go through uh, first, second week of September, and they'll end in Poland. Luckily for us, a lot of dates in North America. Luckily for us, a St. Louis date. Mm. May 16th, Enterprise Center tickets go on sale on Thursday of this week. Run the Jewels is opening. Yeah. Cool here in St. Louis. Are you excited? (laughs) Yeah, man. I've never seen Rage live, and I love Run the Jewels. So I'm definitely super excited for this. I saw Um, Rage once, and it was everything you are going to expect it to be. Yeah, I've seen them quite a few times. They're spectacular, and uh, I will be attending that, that show May 16th. Also, uh, Janet Jackson, the Black Diamond Tour, uh, that's happening Friday, July 31st at the Enterprise Center. Tickets go on sale for that on Thursday as well, featuring both old and new music. And if you're a fan of Rhythm Nation, she's going to be uh, doing a lot of that. That from 89, uh, recently celebrated its 30th anniversary. So congratulations to her on that. And Backstreet Boys DNA World Tour is coming through Hollywood Casino Amphitheater August 2nd. Tickets go on sale Friday at noon for that one. I have seen the Backstreet Boys live before, and they- they were terrific. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was mightily entertained. That Janet Jackson tour, wasn't that supposed to happen last year? And she she pulled out, like, just a few weeks before with pregnancy rumors or something, Do right? remember something was going on. She was, was doing a year. tour, but... A couple years ago. I think it was after she had the kid, though, right? Is that what happened? I don't know. I I'm know she had a tour right that she that she bounced out she on. She supposed to be at the Dome, right? Yeah, she bailed on it, and no one... There was no reason. She was, like, uh, was like personal. Yeah, I think it wasn't selling well, the tour. I think the tour was not doing well. Oh. Janet Jackson... One- that was a two. Oh, no, that's not it. That was 2016. That it was, that was one too tour far that she did. I think it was the Velvet Rope tour, which was very poorly attended. Hmm. Yeah, I know there was one delay or something for pregnancy for sure. So uh, last night, I haven't looked at. I haven't found an update in the last couple of hours. But last night at their Vegas gig, supposedly Joey Kramer <laughs> climbed behind the drums again for Whoa. Aerosmith. They said that he had been doing well and he didn't have to re-audition. So at least last night. As of game time, he was supposed to play with them, and everything was supposed to be so great at the Park Theater in Vegas. Okay, good on him. YouTube recently released a new documentary series. We talked about this a little bit called Justin Bieber Seasons, about the recent events in his life. Not only did it set an initial record for most expensive 
exclusive content deal for YouTube, but it now has set another one. Most viewed premiere, 32.5 million people watched that thing. Wow. And he talks a lot about his Lyme disease diagnosis and all that stuff. And how he's like overcoming. half hour episodes? Or? I think so, but I, to be honest with you, I'm not really sure. I haven't seen Oscar viewership, if you thought that the Oscars had a uh, bad like viewership like their rating you are absolutely correct <laughs> <laughs> all time low on sunday just 23.6 million viewers and that seems to be a trend because all award shows including the oscars are going in the tank constantly yeah. the 2020 oscars the one that just happened uh, was watched by the smallest audience the award show has ever received Ever and last year was a dip as well. So because uh, they're boring, they are, man. Uh, it's they, so boring. The format, the the way that it's handled, all of it has just become <laughs> colossally like, boring. Was, the writing is terrible for these jokes. They had Kristen Wiig and uh, Maya Rudolph up uh, there at, at the Oscars doing a skit. You know they're dying inside when they're and either that was, or they're just all the way in and not even realizing it's bombing. I don't, I don't know, know if you I don't know if you've seen the meme of Billie Eilish in the crowd. Yeah, oh yeah, the kind of cringe face, a little confusion, cringe. That was during yeah. that at exchange, and it was. But they also parade around the top one percent of the top one percent to every award show, and I'm only using Billie Eilish as an example because you mentioned her. But she's played like the last three or four award shows: Grammys, Oscars, this, that, and the other thing. And it's always that same thing. The performances are by the same people on the same one top percent of money-making music or movies or this or that, right? I mean, we're not yeah. learning anything yeah, new. Man. This is a boring. <laughs> do you think the Oscars will turn... This was, what, year two in a row with no host? Do you think they'll turn around and try to make a splash by bringing out some big host to at least make they need to do something if, if it ain't for that? If it ain't Billy Crystal or Chris Rock or somebody like that, then don't try and force it. They should it. have Ricky Gervais just host everything. Why not? It's going to take more than one year or two. That's a complete rebuild. One of, the big, one of the big surprises was Eminem coming out and doing Lose Yourself, and his sales uh, saw an increase of almost 2,000% after after uh, performing on stage Sunday night at the Oscars. And that song was from 8 Mile, is that correct? Yeah. yeah. When you think of 8 Mile, you think of that song, right? For sure. Yeah. Like, that's a huge song for that movie. So I found a list, ScreenRant.com, so blame them if you don't agree, 10 best movie theme songs from the 80s. From the oh, 80s. From uh, the 80s. Shoot, Rocky Danger 78, what let me give you a number 10 to give you an example. Oh, yeah. Survivor, Eye of the Tiger. Yeah, but that was 70s, right? Number no, 10 is Huey Lewis in the News, Power of Love from Back to the Future. Okay, because sure. Eye of the Tiger was not the first one, nor the second one. I believe it was the third one. Correct. Eye of the Tiger wasn't until Rocky Three. Yeah. Correct. Whoa, neat trivia. So that was 80s. Where it should have been, I think the trivia to that is, originally, You're the Best that they used in The Karate Kid was supposed to be used in the Rocky movie. No way. Sylvester Sloan was yeah. like, nope. No, the the Rocky the Rocky song everybody when you hear Eye of the Tiger you go that's oh, a Rocky song but in real life the Rocky song is gonna fly now. That's the Rocky song. Okay. Huey Lewis, Back to the Future, that's eighty five, right? Power Love, yeah. Uh, Survivor, Eye of the Tiger is number four on the list. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see, Never Ending Story. Oh, yeah. 1984. Well, that's also because that song kind of belongs in no other context. Bye -bye. Uh, number eight on the list is a James Bond movie, A View to a Kill. Yeah, out. Duran Duran, View to a Kill. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Oh, what about what, what? What's the song um, at the end of uh, Teen Wolf? Um, oh my God, it's gonna kill me. This it's so good. It makes you. It puts you in such a good mood. Teen Wolf. Yeah, the montage when he's no, doing I all know, the layups. I don't remember. Well, um, it helps. It's not on the top ten. The song is called. Oh my. Flesh God. on fire. Not win in the end. Win, yeah, win in the end. Yeah. Oh, can you give me a little win in the end? Uh, if you give me a minute, <laughs> give you a minute. I'll give you number eight or seven in the meantime. Okay. It's from the Batman movie in 89. Uh, you too. Uh-uh. Uh, 89 would be really? uh, not Kiss from a Rose. Is it Kiss from a Rose? No, that's way later. The Kill Me, Kiss Me, Throw no, Me, that that's way later. That... You're, you're, all, you're just naming songs off of Batman Forever, this which was like mini- early, mid-90s. Oh, okay. This is 89. It wasn't the Prince from... song. Was it Prince song? Oh, it was? Yeah. I don't remember that. What's the name of it? Bat Dance. That's it. Bat Dance Yuck. for Prince. Yeah. All right, here we go. This is from uh, Teen Wolf. Dude, do you remember this? Not at all. Oh, dude, at the, at the end, there's like, they're starting to win, and uh, the bigger guy's like eating his apple core. And... Oh, my God, this puts me in such a good mood. I don't know if I know this song. Oh, man. No, my, I mean, it, song. Sound, it sounds <laughs> My very... face just flushed. I got goosebumps. Right, this, is, this sounds very 80s. I'm serious. His face is all red. Look at that. Oh, I love this. Could be diarrhea, though. You don't what about, what about that? Cry Little Sister? You asking me that? Yeah. yeah, fast forward. You know the chorus. No. Cry Little Sister? No, you know the chorus. We're going back to Teen Wolf here. Oh, yeah, no. You don't remember this? No. No, I don't, I don't know the song. You're gonna win in the end. What about Danger Zone? Oh, Danger Zone's got to be number one. top three. Number one. That's number three. Kenny Loggins, Danger Zone. Oh. oh. What about St. Elmo's Fire? Oh, John Parr. John Parr, St. Elmo's Fire. Nope, not in the top ten. <gasps> what about, that's a, that's a shame. That's how, a about jam. From, how about from uh, 1984, from, Beverly Hills Cop? From the, oh, Axel F? F? Mm-hmm. What's, what's uh, that? That is that the dun, 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 yeah? What dun, number is that? Dun, dun, yeah. dun, dun, dun. that's number six. What about the uh, Don't You Forget uh, About yeah, Me? Breakfast Club. Something John Farnham. Simple Minds. Number five, David Bowie, Underground from the Labyrinth. Oh, Ooh, good one coming over on social media. Yellow. Oh yeah. No, not in the, the hell first day yeah. off. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> There's two that we haven't guessed yet. They're in there. Marks number one and number two. All right, so we got Danger Zone already. Can you give us hints? Yeah, number us two hint. is from 1984. There has been two, maybe three, if you'd like to say, and there's another one coming. Ghostbusters. Oh, uh, Ray Parker Jr. With a little help from Huey Lewis. No, I thought it was the other way around. One of them ripped off the other one. Riff lines. I think sure. it's the other way around. No, I don't think so. I Huey think Lewis, Lewis tried to sue Ray. Yeah. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, 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 yeah it's yeah. I Want a New Drug. I think I read that this morning. Yeah, those, this is ripped off from One a New Drug. I, I thought believe. Huey Lewis ripped him off. No, that, is, that Huey, Huey Lewis, Lewis record came out rip, like 82. The Huey Lewis I know wouldn't rip off anybody. Okay. So well, he, we're confirming. Okay. And then what's number one? Hint. Number one is one of the biggest movie soundtracks ever, 1984. Grease. This particular uh, is it Grease? No, 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 it's not Grease. Uh, but uh, this particular artist is already in the top ten. Kenny Loggins, I'm all right. Caddyshack. Mm, no. 
Footloose. Nope. Ooh. Oh, man. How could Footloose not be in the top ten? Wow. Honestly, He's going to hit you. Honestly. He's going to hit me <laughs> he did. yelling or anything. He did arm You got to be kidding me. No, I can't. 1984, this person is no longer around. The singer? Yes. He rode a motorcycle. Uh, it's Prince. Uh-huh. Oh, Purple Rain. Oh. Purple stains. Uh, it is uh, Huey Lewis and Columbia Picture, uh, Pictures sued Ray Parker Jr. for copyright infringement. Okay. So you were right, Riz. Was it one a new drug? Thank you, Jeff. You're welcome. Uh, it was. Yeah. Uh, Birds of Prey. Remember Birds of Prey? Uh, that was the big movie with uh, what's her name, and it was supposed to be really big and everything mm-hmm. last weekend, right? It was supposed to be good. It was supposed to be like what? a spinoff of a really awesome hit. And what was it? Sixty million, I think they were projecting, and it, yeah, it came around to thirty, thirty something like that. Uh, so disappointing first weekend at the box office. Thirty-three million domestically, budget ninety-seven million. Do you know how the studio reacted? Warner Brothers is a studio. They've changed the name of the movie. Time out. What? Uh, you know why? Because Harley Quinn's not in the title. Right. So now it's Harley Quinn's Harley Quinn Birds of Prey. Yeah. You know what? When Birds of Prey, when they announced the title of the movie, I thought that was pretty silly that they did not have Harley Quinn in the title. I thought they did, didn't they? It's just Birds of Prey. No, no I thought It's no. Birds of Prey and something and, long. Yeah, and, 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 and parenthetical. So they're, they're changing it to Harley Quinn dot dot. Birds of Prey. It was something long. Yeah. Like the misadventures or something. You had other. to get you had to stay there for a while to see Harley Quinn is what you're saying. It wasn't recognized it was, right away. It was Birds of Prey and then parenthetically and the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Yeah. Nobody stays for the end. Yes. No. <laughs> Exciting. I know, Tony, you were looking for something to do with Turner and Hooch, the old movie. Remember of you? Of course, were like I've been pining. Missing Disney Plus is turning the uh, movie into a TV show. Josh Peck from Drake and Josh will be the new version of Tom Hanks' old row. Yeah, and it's going to be a, a, uh, sorry. a Bijan Frise. <laughs> Here we go. Instead of the... Uh... <laughs> Anytime I'm looking for a status update on my friend that owns a Bijan Frise, I just want you to say something, and then she chimes in and goes, Hey, uh, I'm doing good. Tell Riz. <laughs> From 2000 to 2015, around 800 episodes of this TV show franchise, around 36 seasons, four separate shows. I believe we finally got rid of all of them recently, and now they're coming back. Can you guess what franchise this is? One more time. 2000 to 2015, around 800. You already know it? No, keep going. uh, 800 episodes, 36 seasons, four separate shows. Oh, Survivor. I think I know. Oh. CSI Miami, New York, <laughs> Cyber, and of course, what was it, just the regular Mars. CSI? <laughs> CBS is in talks with the show's creator to bring it all back. Limited series set in Vegas like the OG, oh. and William Peterson supposedly coming I was hoping back. it was like CSI, Halifax. Yeah. <laughs> CSI, Festus. <laughs> Wait, who was it? Was it, um, who was the, the main guy that wound up leaving? Michael. The uh, redhead? Caruso? Yeah. Yeah, Caruso. Oh, David Caruso. David. Yeah. Caruso. Yeah. He left NYPD Blue. Horatio. Yeah. And then wound up doing CSI. After uh, he left to do movies, which bombed, I believe, and that's why he went back to TV. The worst. Yeah. Watch every single line. He does his thing, and then he looks down, and then he finishes the line, and then looks up. Yeah. He's always <laughs> got his sunglasses in his hand. Yeah. The same delivery. Uh, uh, speaking, of the, <laughs> speaking of the same. I got some of his, uh, <laughs> some of his quotes here. 
The victim had his own telephone jammed up his, uh, his anus. He barely survived. Well, then, I guess that was a close call. <laughs> One of my favorites was one where somebody died on their birthday. It was their 21st birthday. And he goes, well, I guess you ain't going to be celebrating birthday 22. And they went, yeah. Yeah. Or, or the, I think the one that I remember the most and I saw is he goes, hey, it was it was a murder in the snow. It was a murder in the snow, snow. And he goes, I guess the only clue we have are these footprints. And he goes, that's a step in the right direction. Sir, who a man who, that? Sir, a man who was high on marijuana just crashed his car into a garden and died. Well, I guess he should have kept off the grass. <laughs> who is watching this? <laughs> is he the one who quit acting? Like came out and said, I don't want to act anymore? Or did he ever start? Hey, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, He's a thousand times better than I could ever be. <laughs> I can't believe there's been a murder on Sesame Street. This Russian guy here is dead. Guess he's out for the count. <laughs> we could do this all day. And it worked for him. <laughs> you all right? After the count. <laughs> yeah, I'm not starting uh, another story because I know we're going uh, back. No, here, just wrap it up with a joke and then. Uh, Sylvester Stallone is set to start a, is starring a new action film. Things uh, have gotten off to uh, rocky stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that was wonderful. <laughs> All right, I'm done. I'm good, Jeff. That's sorry. Yeah, that, that's one out of three in here. Okay, we're ready now. Because <laughs> he's still he's still mining. Oh, he's on. He's, yeah, he's gone. Right now. Yeah. You could you could say Did you, you could say every me? curse word on the planet right Did now. He ain't gonna me? dump you. Did you hear me give out your home address? Uh, <laughs> what's uh, what's next, Jeff? Well, yeah, what else is going on? Let's Jeff? try this. Uh, if I say the name Casey Aldridge, do you remember who that is? Casey no. Aldridge. No. Yeah. No? Nope. Has a kid with a famous person. <laughs> Jamie, Jamie Lynn Spears' baby daddy is who that is. Okay. No, okay. Oh, okay. This is the guy she had a baby named Maddie with at 16. The baby wasn't 16. She was. Uh, he was 18. She is now, Maddie is now 11. And now Jamie is married to another dude. Uh, got married in 28. This word falls apart. They had a little girl named Ivy together. Update on Casey Aldridge. <laughs> He just got arrested for burglary in Mississippi. Has been Oops, he with did it again. Five cops. <laughs> That's pretty good. I'm done. That was very, very circular there. <laughs> the witness saw the killer shoot the Hispanic groundskeeper on the golf course right over there. Looks like we have a hole in one. There's no way he said that Yes, one. I'm no telling way. you. I'm tape. telling you. No it doesn't Pull deserve to be watched. No way, man. He's not saying that. Forget it. <laughs> Not my Horatio. He would never say that. <laughs> oh, oh, Lord. Okay. <sighs> <sighs> 
<laughs> you want me to take it from here? No, I put it over there. I'm done. Oh, you're swear, we're switching, switching gears here. <laughs> uh, Krabby Birthdays, Taylor Lautner, 28. Aubrey O'Day is 36. Kelly Rowland from Destiny's Child is 39. Mike Shinoda from Lincoln Park is 43. Jennifer Aniston is 51. Cheryl Crow, 58. And today's Burton Birthday of the Day. She is one of the two remaining surviving members of Gilligan's Island. Dawn Wells, who played Marianne, is still alive. And so is... Uh, the ginger. Ginger. Uh, Tina Louise. Yeah. She is 86 years young today. One of them is not doing great. I'm not sure. Uh, today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's Where Fun and Fantasy Meet, is PJ Sparks. Today's birthday, girl has been plowed more times than a farmer uh, than a farmer plows his fields in 288 fine films, including Saturday Night Beaver, <laughs> Dr. Finger's House of Lesbians, Blazing Boners, Anal Encounters Volume 6, and who can forget her unforgettable role in Two's Company, Three's an Orgy. Mm. PJ, is, by definition, that is not <laughs> true. PJ Sparks is 51 years old. That's your porno birthday, crappy birthday, and that is your crap on Celeste. The Rizzuto Show. Rewind. of American Ninja Warrior. And you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. And I got one thing to say. Happy birthday, Riz. I love that guy. Matt Eisman. Super nice. Yeah, super nice guy. Then we had uh, Dan Cummins in here on a Friday. We're talking about conspiracy theories. We we're kind of making fun of the Flat Earthers. Mm-hmm. There's the Flat Earthers and there's the, there's the new one. Where there are some people, in all seriousness, think the world is shaped like a donut. Yeah. With a hole in the center. And then the, the moon goes up and down. Right. You hear that one, Scott? That's the one I believe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Do you know anybody that say, um... Do you know anybody that, that thinks the, uh, the, the, the moon landing is a hoax? Oh, you mean the yes. fact that it was filmed on a television set? Like, do you actually know anybody that I thinks do not. that? No. Dude, I bet you we uh, do. You just don't know it. I bet you we do, yeah. too. Um, the Shining guy, uh, what's his, the director, yeah, he's the one that orchestrated well, it. Well, that's, hey, that's you the know rumor. Him? Mm-hmm. Why that's is there the wind? <laughs> if, if, if I knew somebody, or I found out that somebody, or if I found out one of you guys in this room, You'd be fired. Thought the moon landing was a hoax. I would be very disappointed. (laughs) Riz says, if I knew somebody that thought the moon landing was a hoax, I would not know that person anymore. We would no longer be friends. What if one of your good friends, your good friends. I'll be honest with you. I would think of them differently. (laughs) They go, oh, man, have you tried that one restaurant? I go, no, I haven't. They go, oh, it's a great restaurant. You should try it. I go, yeah, well, you don't believe the moon landing happened. So that restaurant We could see the footprints. Like you could, uh, with a telescope. Are they? The footprints from from the oh, is that what those are? Okay, yeah, first uh-huh. of all, so a, you believe them? Is that's that a paper mache moon hanging in the sky? Yeah. yeah, you think NASA really wants you to see the moon? That ain't the moon. <laughs> you gotta be kidding me! It ain't called NASA. It's called Nah. <laughs> There's a telescope conspiracy. There will be a lot of moving parts to faking the moon landing. You know what NASA you think stands by for? By now, somebody would have leaked something. You know what NASA stands for? No astronauts seen anything. That's exactly what it stands for. <laughs> Am I right, though? With some of these big conspiracy theories, there'd be a lot of moving parts to it. 
Yeah, but if you work in government, you would never be misleading. By now, Scott, somebody would have said something. Listen, somebody would have leaked the information. If somebody super promised not to say anything, (laughs) yeah, but you pinky swore. Yeah, Yeah. come on, listen up. There's There's no proof. No proof. Neil, you better shut your damn mouth when it comes to this. Well, Neil believes it because he he wasn't in on it. They put him in a capsule and then they, they shook spun him it. around. And they yeah. shook it around a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> they shook it for so hours and hours. On a on a recent uh, NBA podcast, uh, Steph Curry, Golden State Warriors superstar, Steph Curry, said he believes the moon landing was a hoax. He was talking with three other uh, NBA stars. And oh, here he is in his own words. This is Have we ever been to the moon? Nope. Nope. They gonna come get us. What? I don't think so. Elon been on the moon. You don't think so? Mm-mm. You gotta do Bro, the, uh, research on Stanley, Stanley Kubrick. Big back then. Bro, Bro. you talking about we got some? We took something to the moon. I don't. I don't think so. Hmm. Okay. We are talking on devices. That we're in the movie Back to the Future where I can see someone's face and speak to them and all that. And you don't think we put someone on the moon? Not in the 60s. We're flying around. This is the 1960s. (laughs) The greatest proof is that we have cheese in stores. Like, where else Uh would cheese come from? We're mining it from the moon. Yeah. That's right. Thank you, Scott. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Listen, I'm all about questioning everything, especially, you know, anything that can be controlled and and moved around with with mainstream media these days. Now, listen, I don't know how serious he was. It sounds like he's pretty serious. Mm -hmm. But NASA has offered to let Steph Curry tour the evidence at the uh, Johnson Space Center next time the Warriors are in Houston to play the Rockets. My my favorite thing is this. This is what I love. You lose all argument when you say something to me, and then I question you, and your response is, bruh. (laughs) (laughs) He goes, goes, you you think landing on the moon is fake? And he goes, bruh. Oh, yeah, I believe you now. I, By the I, way, I'm on the not, same page now. He's not the first NBA star. No, I think... Uh, Kyrie Irving said yeah, that Kyrie Earth was Irving flat. Was yeah. one, I think. He said the Earth was flat, and he was serious, and he doubled down on it, and he tripled down on it, and he, and he quadrupled down on it, and finally, back in October, he apologized for it. <laughs> what, about, what about the guy from the Rams? Are you going to talk about that, too? The guy from the Rams that doesn't believe dinosaurs existed? Who? I, there's a there's a player on that. I can look it up. There's a guy on the Rams who literally is on record as saying that dinosaurs do not exist. And and you got to be kidding me with this. He's like, there's no way dinosaurs. Those bones have been planted there. There's no way that dinosaur dinosaurs existed. Mm. <laughs> wait a second. <laughs> the same. <That> is wait. <laughs> Here, when I looked it up, this is the uh, this is the headline. Rams player thinks dinosaurs are a hoax, but mermaids are real. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He thinks mermaids are real. God, it'd be so cool if he's right. (laughs) All right. His name is uh, Rams defensive end uh, was in 2016. Billy Hayes? Oh, come on. He thinks archaeologists place bones underground like a parent would place Easter eggs. They just, they just planted them. It's some large conspiracy. He does Bruh. not believe the dinosaurs ever existed, and he thinks that mermaids are real. I love dinosaurs, so we have a big point of contention. But wow. that was the article. Okay. Looks like he's with the dolphins now, ironically enough. <laughs> which, are, which also are fake. <laughs> I did, oh. Also fake. Damn it. Dolphins landed on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> the Rizzuto Show. Sports. Okay. It is time for 
Sports. Uh, don't screw this up, Fatty. Sports brought to you by Hot Shot Sports Bar and Grill. 11 area locations, all the games, all the times. So it was between myself, Riz, King Scott. We all had the Seattle Seahawks. And Seattle got a touchdown with 2 minutes 53 uh, seconds left. Got another one two plays later when Justin Coleman ran back a fumble and Vikings quarterback Kirk Cousins lost the ball. So guess what? That means I safe. I safe. So approaching Carl in the corner of the room, I will need King Scott to assume thy position in let's front just, of Carl. Get over with. We are going not one, not two, not three, not four. I know you were dreading this all shots. morning. See, all morning, he's it's been talking about morning. how he's getting shot. Yeah. These are only time. right now, and they're not that thin. Did you cheat again? You better you make sure there's no wallet. Make sure there's no padding. Make sure there's no phone. Make sure you lift up. Make sure you get tight. So five shots. Sorry, King Scott. Ready? Yep. All right. You know, screw the, uh, screw the drum roll. I want to hear the pain. All right. Ready? Riz on your count? Did you cock the uh, oh, the no. device? Sorry. All right. Ready? You ready, Scott? Yeah. Three, two, one. It's not you. You're an idiot, dude. It's not you. <laughs> Do the math. Come on, it's man. It's not you. <laughs> Get over there, you idiot. It's Riz. It's me. Do the math, yeah, man. Yeah, all three of us had it, but you had how many points? 30... <laughs> Uh, Thirty something, or 40, you had forty yeah, something. Six, I had yeah. thirty six. He had, had 50. fifty. It was a low scoring game. It was it was twenty one <laughs> to seven. How happy are you right I thought, now? I thought since uh uh-uh. uh. Thought since what? Just because of that. That is great news. <laughs> <laughs> it's me. Damn it. This whole time my stomach was about to turn already. Don't you remember when this morning this morning you were talking about how you're gonna get shot and I was like, well, what was the score? And you said it, and all I'm thinking is that doesn't make any sense, Scott. Are you thinking this through? It's me. <laughs> yes. I just thought, since it's closest to his, that it would, we he and I were both losing. Well, there was three of right you, up to the line, and it was whoever was the furthest. King Scott should probably take one. Man! Sorry, I would have taken that. And just that. to let you know, and Scott, I know this is something that you really dread. He has been talking about this since I got in the office this morning. He's like, I don't want to get shot three times today. Shot three times? This is the... Isn't that great news, Scott? No, I hate to see you get in pain. Thank you. I would love to take that for you. All right, ready? And are you going to count, Riz, or you want us to count? I'll count. All right, here we go. So are we going? How are we going here? We going? Three, two, one, boom, and then you're counting all three times. All one cheek? Do you have a choice? Do you have I a mean, preference? I'd like to know. I'd be surprised. Let's be surprised. You got, you got your wallet out of there? I'll go left, right. Moon, why aren't you yelling at him to lift up shirts and do I'm sorry, I'm, I'm busy. Stuff. I'm doing other things. Look at me. I'm bent over. Yeah, yeah, look, look at your sweater. Look at your sweater. It's blocking it. It's blocking yeah, yeah, it. Get that, get that up. If I, you're going to get the same treatment I am. You better stop it. Stop trying to cheat. Those are thick jeans. Those are abnormally thick. I mean, abnormally thick. Weird. What are those made out of? Cow? Ah, God. Ow, 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 ow. Bend over. Go, go, go. He's the best. Riz is the best when he gets shot. House of pain. He is house of pain. Jump around. I love it. Ow. That was gnarly. Try to use the soft one. That's ridiculous. I hate it so much. I hate it so much. I love every second of it. Oh, my <laughs> the gosh. The jumping is the best. Oh. You almost jumped right out of that sweater. 
Oh, man. Patrico, you have the best angle of that, because when you see it from there, you get to see it hit and bounce off. I I saw it in air. Oh, that is great. That's a lot of pain. Woo! Love it. All right. Sorry, boss. Wow. Uh, By the way, one more fun fact about the game last night with the loss that that put uh, Kirk Cousins at 0-7 on Monday Night Football, making him officially the worst quarterback in the history of Monday Night Football. Oh, good. Jeez. You know, I knew I was screwed. It was 3-0 going into the... I loved it. End of the half. I loved it. Uh, the Blues are in action tonight against the Florida Panthers at the Did Enterprise you do action Center. Action in quotes? <laughs> no, I didn't. The Blues are in action tonight. But I will tell you this: so a few roster changes have been made. We'll see Jordan Jordan Bennington as the backup for Jake Allen. Chad Johnson has been released. They released him. So there's a change. Formerly Ocho Cinco, formerly Chad Johnson. Chad Johnson's out. Yeah. They released him. They released him. Gone. Also, I don't know if anybody saw this. I'm sure everybody saw this. There was a little scuffle of practice yesterday. A little. And it wasn't because there was an opposing team practicing at the same time. Did it you was, see the fight? Oh, yeah. It was course. Justin Sanford, and it was uh, Robert Bertuzzo throwing down. Zach Sanford. Zach Sanford. What did I say? Justin? I know a guy named Justin. Fred Sanford. He just changed Fred Sanford. <laughs> I, know, I know a guy named Justin. I they might be the, playing They soon. were fighting about that because they want to change <laughs> yeah. his name to Zach. And he's like, no. Uh, Justin Sanford is Bortuzzo a team risk got, member, by the way. Bortuzzo got some pretty good rights. Yeah, uh, he did. And 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 the one takeaway, and I saw a bunch Man, of different. My ass is on fire. I saw a bunch of. Yes, it is. Yep. I saw a bunch of different sports analysts too? say this, that uh, the, the number one takeaway is, is that nobody broke it up. Yeah, Steve Ott got yeah, in the Ott middle did. of it. Not one, not the same players. Like, no player was like, yeah, well. Let him just, just let, let him go. Let him go. They just let him go. Uh, I love this. The Washington Redskins oh, have man, had some trouble Yikes. in the quarterback department. Alex Smith hurt. Backup Colt McCoy hurt. They signed Mark Sanchez. He was horrendous. Then they signed some dude who hasn't attempted a pass since 2011. When the Giants rolled the Redskins this past weekend, Sanchez was benched. Josh Johnson came in. Now the team announced that Johnson will be the starter this week. And the best part is, and this is not a joke, when asked how Johnson learned some of the plays and learned some of his teammates' names, his response was this. I had to play Madden to learn some things. It was a short week to prep. So I got on, played Madden, learned about my teammates. When he was asked what he learned about his teammates by playing Madden, which is the video game, he said, their names... Josh Johnson starts on Sunday against the Jacks. Wow. Yet still like Kaepernick and a couple of people that didn't that didn't have teams early in the year. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, last week we talked about how the United States women's national team was going to play a World Cup tune-up game at Bush in May. Now, after their grouping was announced, it looks like they got a real solid draw. So usually, I mean, Moon, you can talk about this. Historically, the United States almost always gets lumped in the group of death. Like well, they, we've, we've had a couple interesting draws the last couple. Of days. How about this? The women drew Group F, which has them going against Sweden, Thailand, and Chile. I mean, they have like a 99.8% chance to move on to the knockout round. Right. Uh, team will take on an opponent to be named later on May 16th at Bush. And finally, Mizzou beat Oral Roberts on Friday, 80-64. to Their next game Tuesday against Xavier. SLU is 7-2 and on the court. They beat uh, the Oregon State Beavers 65-61. Uh, their next game is going to be uh, next Sunday, or this upcoming Sunday, against Houston on the road. And Illinois beat UNC. LV on Saturday, 77-74. Their next game on Saturday against Eastern Tennessee State. I'm Patrico. That's your sports, and boom goes the dynamite. There is Udo Show. Headline who's Brought to you by 123Mortgage.com, a division of AFN and MLS, number 237341. All right, so something a little different here. Instead of uh, a, a headline who's draw, I'll give you some of the best headlines from Florida in 2018. 
best Florida headlines of 2018 as today's headline news story. And see if you remember these stories. Florida woman high on meth ran around naked in park because she believed giant spider was on her. I believe we've had all these stories. <laughs> the the, the follow-up to that is there wasn't actually a giant spider on her, correct? High on meth. Oh. Man beats boyfriend with novelty singing fish. Yep, remember that? <laughs> Man rips urinal off pub's wall, then runs wet and naked into the woods to escape. Don't microwave your pee, Jacksonville gas station owner's bizarre <laughs> request. Florida man hid legless girlfriend in plastic tote. One of my favorites of the year. <laughs> wow. Naked Florida man baking cookies on George Foreman Grill responsible for fire. Florida man charged with DUI after mistaking bank drive through for Taco Bell, police say. Largo couple steal motorized shopping cart from Walmart, drives to bar. A woman named Crystal Methvin charged with drug possession. <laughs> yes. Guess which kind? Naked man chases two around Chick-fil-A parking lot. Tells deputies, look at my dong, look at my ass. Yep, there's video. 73-year-old woman worried about mess she was smoking asks doctors to test it. Jason Vickery breaks into home, plays with toy helicopter, masturbates, cops say. <laughs> Florida man awarded $37,500 after cops mistaked glazed donut crumbs for meth. Titusville grandmother pops out teeth to scare off nude man on back porch. Florida couple built drive-through window at mobile home to sell drugs. Florida doctor removes women's kidney after mistaking it for a tumor during back surgery in Florida. Oh, man. Boy gets stuck in art, uh, an arcade claw machine. Florida restaurant no longer allows Monkey Mondays after animal bit eight-year-old boy... Uh, yeah, so Florida restaurant no longer allows Monkey Mondays after animal bites eight-year-old boys. Sorry about that. <laughs> Cocaine and purse. Woman blames it on a windy day. Florida woman arrested and charged with aggravated assault without intent to kill after she reportedly farted loudly in a dollar store and pulled knife on man who complained. <laughs> Florida men, one disguised in bull costume, allegedly tried to burn down ex-boyfriend's home with spaghetti sauce. And finally... Woman shaves legs in crowded Florida hotel pool. That's the worst oh, one. Yeah. Man, that's right. That's Those true. are the best Florida headlines. That sure made its rounds, didn't it? Of 2018. Man. That woman who shaved her legs at the pool? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah. And that right there is today's headline hoosh. <laughs> the Rizzuto Show. Rewind. Uh, good morning. My name is Riz. That there's Patrico. Good morning, Fatso. Hey, what's crappin'? To my left, Jeff Burton. Happy Tuesday, sir. Moon man. Energy up, sir. Thank you. <laughs> uh, pictures and a video from uh, a very Ninja New Year's on the blog. Yep. Absolutely. Oh, hundred reasons right there, literally, with those pictures, why you need to be there next year. Holy cow. Just tweeted uh, tweeted out a link as well. I'm going to put, put it up on the Facebook in about an hour or so. Yeah, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. We were joking around with Donnie. Because we had all gotten up there and sang a song with uh, with Moon's band. But my God, Donnie looked angry. He did. As he was on stage. <laughs> yeah. And he was singing all the small things. The crazy thing is, like, <laughs> knowing him while when he started, knowing him, I saw in his face how much fun he was having. So, you, you, like, if you really, really know him, you're like, man, this dude is, like, living this. He's loving this. Mm -hmm. But then when you see photos, you're like, he's going to kill somebody. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, still shots. He looks like a, like a mass murderer. <laughs> Doesn't he? Yeah. 
Like, if you came across that figure in an alley, you go, whoa, ho, I'm all right. I'm all right. But then you hear him singing all the small things when you see him in the alley. You're like, oh, okay, he's cool. That's fine. <laughs> That's right. No, the pictures are great. Oh, they are. It really, it really does paint the picture of what the evening was. And the video is great, too. Yeah. Just a highlight reel. If you weren't there, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz, and we'll have that up there shortly. Uh, New Year's, any resolutions? I mean, few fellows at all. I know it's kind of a cliche, like a cliche thing to do, Uh, the resolutions. But people, I mean, New Year, New You, here we go. Here it is. 2016. (laughs) I'm not having any any alcohol until... uh... Until my birthday, but that has nothing to do well, with resolution. That has nothing to do with the resolution. I just want to get like in. Like, and when's your when's your birthday? When's your birthday? March 20. tomorrow. No, <laughs> noon today. No, March twenty, I think. No booze until then. Yeah, right. Yeah. Wow. Couldn't do it. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna do it because I, I saw something. And we'll have to talk about that later. That yeah, part. I like, saw something about detoxing your body as far as alcohol goes for a month. If you're a oh, I saw that yesterday. Normal drinker, yeah. Like what it actually does to your body. Yeah, I saw that yesterday. In, in a good way, I'm assuming you're saying. Yeah, I want to get like you know my leg. Oh, like, you want like the full twenty six uh, and be, change miles? R- yeah, ripped to ridiculous proportions by March twenty. And I think that'll help. That'll accelerate, and uh, you know, like wow. it'll, it'll help my sleep. It'll help everything. You better start training. You gonna that's do a thirteen point one? Is that what you said? Yeah. Wow, good for you. Yeah, that's a half, right? That's a half. That's a yeah. half. Yeah. Twenty six point two is the. No, I'm not doing that yet. You said you half. said marathon, right? Yeah, I'm sorry, half. That was marathon. the generic term for it. Yeah, you're gonna do a half. Yeah, well, I mean, the only time I've ever run in the past couple of years, especially after snapping the, the five k, was the five k. So the next thing is the yeah. Uh, you really did struggle with the five k too, didn't you? You ran most you of it backwards, third? I think. That was fun. That was fun. It was, and that, honestly, that like kind of that kind of inspired me to like if I actually try, like I think I could do really Good well with you. it. So I want, I want to, I want to do that. All so right. So health committing. for you? Yeah, not a resolution though. I'm just doing it because, like, you know, it's a good time to do it. Jeff? Yeah, uh, be around the kids a little more often. Be home a little more often. I think is my Look main thing. You. Yeah, I, I don't know if I'll pull it off, but that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying all the right things, right? And health too. My my other thing. Where is do health. you go? Uh, a lot of bike rides, a lot of bike rides, even in the winter. Where that's, do you that's, go? That's, that's where that's where he differs for, for for me, and I know from you too. Like when I get home, I do whatever it takes not to leave. Yeah, yeah. Like when I get home, I'm like, yeah. If see, I could cement myself in the house after I get home from work, but here's that the difference be between, and this is going to sound stupid and cliche, but I spent. So much of my life ill. Now that I'm healthy, I can't sit around. You guys give me crap all the time for wandering around during commercials and whatnot. I can't sit still because I'm finally healthy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I'm just, I just want to spend more time with my kids. I guess is the best way to put it. Well, that's nice. Again, whether or not I'll pull it off, who knows? But uh, that's mine. What about you guys? I don't know. I quit the smoking thing last year, so that's not a goal anymore. Mm-hmm. You could continue with the running. My health regimen. Yeah, you know what? I running. do really want to uh, do that Master the Met thing. Oh, yeah. There you go. Is that in March? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Oh, sweet. It's good timing. For- Why don't you run a half marathon too, buddy? No. Come on. I. Mm. Come on, dude. <sighs> Join up. I would do the Master the Met thing first. I'm going to do the Master the Met thing first. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, the, the half marathon, I believe, is in April. Apparently, I mean, they do them every other week, it seems like. But yeah, well, there's, yeah there's, there's all these 5Ks and runs whatnot, and walks and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, no, Once the weather gets nice. Yeah, this is a legit one in April, which I feel is kind of perfect. 
What is it? Do you know what it is off the top of your head? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> when is that rock and roll marathon? That's in October. That's October. Yeah. Do you got a little time? Think about that one. No, that match of the match. I'm doing it. I don't <laughs> think it. I don't think they're doing the full in St. Louis anymore. The rock and roll thing. I think it's just the half, but or not the half, but the 5K or something. What about you, uh, Patrico? Uh, I'm gonna save some more money. Like this year, I I I wasted so much money that it makes me sick. Drugs. Yeah, lots of drugs <laughs> and hookers. Good for you. But no, I'm gonna do. I'm doing this thing. I don't know if you've heard of the the 52 week money challenge. No. Where so for week one you put a dollar away. Week two, you put two dollars. Why just not spend? Why just not spend money? Why do you have to hate on everything that I say? Everything I do. Two hundred dollars. I'm over here trying to say that I'm going to save some money. He's like, to hell with you. Just save money. What are you going to do to improve your life? Well, that's dumb. All right, that ain't dumb. Just don't spend money. Okay. Cool. You Other, do your thing with money. I'm going to get mine. Jesus. You're, say, you're, you're saying that's like like a fad diet? No, no, type, type no. Gra- no money? It's good to have a plan. I mean, it's just something it's I want to challenge myself to do. I'm obviously going to save money other ways as well. Yeah, yeah. So but this is something I like. Uh, this is a big thing that's going around. And that's just okay, something explain, I want to do. So explain to me what it is. A dollar so, the first so week. So week one, I put a dollar in, in, in the bank. In bank. Like in a piggy bank. Okay. Week two, I put $2. Then week three, three dollars. So then at the end, the last week of the year, you put fifty-two dollars in there, and you end up with like fifteen hundred bucks. So it compounds, right? So and you, like, and you buy a TV. So I'm gonna have like fifteen hundred extra bucks, and that's gonna be like fun money at the end of the year. That's called a tax return. Well, yeah, that's fine, but this is just—I mean, what's the matter? <laughs> I don't know, I just my God, it just seems off. like a thing a little kid would do. Okay, then that's great. Like then at a the end, kid. I'm gonna bust open my piggy bank, and I'm gonna <laughs> great. I hope the little kid does it. I hope the bazooka Joe I want. I hope then I hope he, I hope you buy a thousand things of bazooka Joe. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> no good for you, buddy. Oh, there you go. Do the tough mutter. Nah, Ooh, get dirty. What's that? What's that? That's a. It's <clears throat> basically it's a. It's, like, it's, it's like all a, kinds of obstacles through. Yeah, it looks mud like and looks like basic training. Basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. People yeah. have gotten sick with it too. Yeah, oh yeah, e- wasn't there an E. coli yeah, breakout because e. coli. of that? Oh, yeah, because they were swimming in uh, the mud was actually horse poop. Something oh. like that. Remember that? <laughs> Great. <laughs> Remember that? I chose not to. <laughs> a couple of ri- or uh, Patrico, a couple people are saying that fifty-two week challenge is easier backwards. Start with fifty two and then fifty one, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So you would, yeah, you just do it in reverse. Yeah, you end up, you end up saving at the end like thirteen hundred bucks. Like you have thirteen hundred bucks put away. Why don't you just invest in mutual funds? I'll do that. Gold and silver. <laughs> <laughs> nah, bad investments actually. <laughs> Are they? Yeah, from what I hear. I read that uh, that Dave Ramsey book. Oh yeah, which you know, one? The, uh, financial advisor. Literally, yeah, yeah. somebody literally just texted that. Yeah, I got Dave that. Dave Ramsey, total money. Yeah, total, the total money, money makeover. makeover. Yeah, that's that's what I read. Yeah. That's a da- that's a damn fine read. It's in damn fine shape in my house because it's never been touched. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm read that. I got it. and I was like, oh, I'm excited to read this, and I, I I look at that man's face every time I go by the bookshelf because it's right there <laughs> on the end. Change your life. <laughs> I'm gonna put it on the bookshelf. Hopefully, it, helps. <laughs> it will change your life. <laughs> you know how it changed the bookshelf. It straightened it out. <laughs> 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 you know how. <laughs> You know how that helped Moon financially when he sells it on eBay. <laughs> uh. <laughs> well, Google just put out their um, like this list of how-to questions. They got the biggest jump in searches over the past couple weeks, and they say it shows the most popular like New Year's resolutions. 
I don't think it's quite accurate. It's more like the questions that are connected to the more common New Year's resolutions like we all know and love, losing weight, getting a new job. So number one is how to get rid of stress. I don't think it's possible. I guess most people would be like, all right, I'm going to. I'm going to try to be less stressed out this year. Right. Good luck with that. Right. And then you stress yourself out, try not to be stressed. Exactly. (laughs) Number two is how to make kale chips. (laughs) (laughs) That's so 2012. How about how to make kale uh, less disgusting to eat? Kale chips, pretty good. Kale chips are, that's why I'm saying you got to make chips out of them because they're disgusting. And you do it, you 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 use, instead of salting it with normal salt. Parmesan. It's a tiny bit, but Lion's Choice seasoning. Oh. oh boy, game changer! Oh, hello! Somebody just wrote that down. You just blew his mind. Look at no, him you know there. what I have? The donkey chips. Yeah. What'd you call him? Not the donkey chips. What are they? Billy goat. Billy goat. Billy chips. goat. I was gonna say you just mentioned them yesterday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think they retweeted something of ours, and yeah. I was like, oh, the Billy goat chip people yeah. retweeted us. St. Louis. They have their seasonings, and you put some of that on the kale chips. That's not bad. Uh, how much water should I drink to lose weight? How to write a resignation letter? How to cook lentils? How to cook cabbage? How to write a letter of recommendation? How to cook collard greens? How to steam broccoli? And number 10, as far as the biggest jumps on Google, how to crochet a beanie. Yeah, it's 2006 again. <laughs> you know, this year I'm going to wear... More hats, <laughs> but but only the ones that I make. Listen, listen, hey, listen, look at this list from one to ten. So, how to get rid of stress? You know what? I'm living a I'm gonna live a stress free life this year. Damn right. How do I make kale chips? How how much water should I drink to lose weight? I'm also gonna get healthy. You know what? I'm too stressed out because of my job, so I'm quitting. Here's my resignation letter. I still need to get healthy though. So, how do I cook lentils and cabbage? I broke as hell with all this health food and no job. <laughs> so I need to find out how I can tell my buddy to write a letter of recommendation. I need a job. I'm still overweight and I need to get healthy, so I need collard greens and broccoli. Now I'm completely broke. I'm homeless. I better crochet a beanie <laughs> and sell it. This, this heat's about to get cut off. Yeah, and you lose most of your heat through your head, so I need to crochet myself a beanie. It all makes sense. Uh. <laughs> Uh, how about we? How about we all make the the resolution and get rid of some of these dumb buzzwords? All right. Ooh, okay. Yeah. So we had some really obnoxious ones last year. Like, uh, for example. Well, the first one that the first one that comes to my head is Bay. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, was that last year? Yeah, Bay was last. I think Bay was last year. So it was like Fleek. Fleek. Yeah, that one doesn't bother me. I saw this list though, and the very first one was instantly like, "That's the only one that I that I will." Campaign. The one I'm about to talk about because there is this. I will campaign to get rid of it because it makes me feel awkward, and I don't know why. Lake Superior uh, State University in Michigan, they put out this list every year of words that need to be banned, and it's based on thousands of nominations from people around the world. And here are their five like best picks, like that... what should be gone in 2016, like. If you mention number one, somebody should shoot you. Go, number one? Go, go, no, go from the bottom. Should I go from the bottom? Yeah, yeah go, go from, from the, the bottom. Because that first one kills me, man. <laughs> like, the other ones I don't know or care about, but this one, number one drives me crazy. Well, number five was break the internet. That was a big thing. Yeah. Okay. Last year. Yeah. 
It's that stupid phrase for how amazing a picture is. That's now being over you. Number four, maybe not so much here in St. Louis. I mean, maybe if you take the Metrolink, uh-huh. manspreading. It's slang for when men sit with their legs wide open on a subway <laughs> to take up two seats. That was a big thing in New York on the subways, manspreading. Three is secret sauce, which sounds very dirty, but... Yeah, it's not as sexy as you think. It's overused in business to explain why companies are successful. Well, it's a secret sauce. Number two was price point, because you could just say price. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that did kind of take over that term, huh? Price point. At that particular price point. It's the price. What is the uh, Stop price trying point? to be smug. What's the price point for an around the world? Price point is just <laughs> smug for price. <laughs> right. And number one. <sighs> you, you guys all know what this is, yeah. do you? I'm going to see if somebody gets it on the texter first. Okay. Oh. You Ryan Seacrested us. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Words that should be banned. After the break. <laughs> and this is Moon's number one pick. It's yours too, right? I mean, everybody's. Oh, I got one too. For it doesn't for bother me as much as you, but it does fall into this into the smug category for me a little bit. But yeah. it's, it's one of those that isn't going to go away because it wasn't created by like a teenager. No, it's not blessed. Although that would be on my list. Not Moon's number one though. We'll tell you what it is next. Nine Inch Nails. So we're talking before that on Nine Inch Nails song. Lake Superior State University, they put out this list every year. Words that need to be banned. So break the internet, manspreading, secret sauce, price point. I didn't tell you what number one was. And Moon hates this. Hates it. I'm not, I mean, I'm not as passionate in my hate. Am I that passionate about it? It sounds like it. Yeah, it does sound like it. Really? Yeah. Some of the uh, guesses All right, on the so text. So we've got uh, saying actually, like when you're in a conversation, saying hashtag. Like if somebody says, hey, man, how was the party last night? Hashtag, hashtag awesome. epic. Yeah, you know, like, uh, 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 no one does that. Nobody does that. Right. Uh, man bun. Okay. Cray cray. Yeah. Turnt. Like saying, oh, man, that party was turnt last night. We got you know what I think, up. though? I think with these words that a Lake Superior, the list they put out, like that's all stuff teenagers and people okay, in well their then 20s about, would say. Then how about these? Not adults. Trending. Yeah, okay. Saying things are trending. Also, life hack. Yeah, yeah that needs yeah, to go away. Yeah, that, yeah. That's, that's on a list. Yeah, and then of all the guesses that we got during that Nine Inch Nails song, one person got it correct. No way. <clears throat> one Person texted it over. I'll tell you why. Uh, what you were saying, a lot of these, a lot of those get skipped over because you know that those are teenage words, and teenagers are going to dispose of them as quick as they came right. in. So yeah. you don't you don't worry about it. But these are usually like things that become verbs that have no other associations. Well, and the, the problem is like, oh, I got a buddy that does this. All here the time. was the number one. What is it, Moon? The word is vape. Vape. Vape was number one. Which I get because what other term? Is that nails on a chalkboard to you? No, I'll tell you. Here's the what thing. are you doing? Vaping. Vaping. <laughs> you it's have to not, shut your eyes. When you say, what, but what are you, but what are you doing, though? 
No, it's not, it's not so much the word. And, and the people that, that, that use that kind of stuff to quit smoking is like a, a thing. I, I am all about that. I am all about everybody quitting cigarettes. So if you're using it for the right reason, great. i got a couple friends, though, that I know vape. See, you shut your eyes when you said it. Yeah, it's just because we're talking about it. They vape billions of times more than they would smoke cigarettes, and they do it to such a massive degree, and now they're doing it inside in my face. And it's like... It, and it's, teenagers are vaping without any of the nicotine in it. They're really? not. They're, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just had a conversation with one of my kids over the weekend who said that they, there are kids that in her school that vape. For the taste. Because yeah. it's cool. For the taste. They're not trying to quit smoking, and they're not trying to smoke and get nicotine in their system. They're yeah. doing it because it's cool and for the taste. I was behind a car a couple days ago, and you would have thought, remember, and I think they still do this in some neighborhoods, in the summer where they come by with the big truck and spray for bugs. Yeah, oh, yeah right, they still right, do right. that in E-Town. I thought that that was coming out of the Honda Accord in front of me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he he hit this vape thing, and, blew, and you would have thought yeah, I've that seen he that before. set the car on fire. He just said it, by the way. What? Hit this yeah. vape thing. Hey, the vape thing. I mean, but you what do you call it? That, that's I mean, what I'm saying. That's why I don't blame. You have to say that word when you you're talking about that. Nah, it's something no. different. I don't know what it is. The juice. Vaping. Vaping. See, you shut your eyes when you say it. Vaping. Yeah, I've been in a crowd. So, somebody texted it over and said that's a douche flute. <laughs> <laughs> Should we call it that? Hit the old douche flute. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been in a crowd, and then all of a sudden you see one person just admit Mm-hmm. They smoke, and yeah. it's almost like they're doing it because they know they can do it inside, and everybody's yeah. gonna look. Oh, and, and you know what? Thing. Ask me about my douche flute, please. You know <laughs> yeah. what the thing is? Hey, could you, you smell that? You smell that? It's raspberry. Oh no, man! It's this raspberry. is rainbow bubble, bubble gum. Uh, yeah. You know what's funny? Yeah, it's New York style cheesecake. But... <laughs> <laughs> they, they got one of those. Oh, dude, they have everything. They have at, it's it's unbelievable the flavors uh, that they have. Uh, but uh, uh, the thing now is, and I see this uh, when I'm DJing at the bar all the time, is again, it's an incredible like hit off this thing, mm-hmm. and then you blow it right on the table, and it looks like you know. Like yeah. a Michael Jackson video? Yeah. It looks like, it looks like Tales from the Crypt. You know, yeah. it's like, okay, got it. Cool. Yeah, it's become it's, like entertainment. It's, it's it's January, not Halloween. Thank you, though. Appreciate that. Watch this. I, okay, got it. How yeah, is but it? if you're trying Smell to quit that? smoking. Dr. Pepper Flavor. And I've been to one of these vape shops. I've been to a vape shop before. And they I got have a buddy like a that million, owns one. They have like a million different flavors. Mm-hmm. Don't you smoke? Like when I smoke cigarettes, I want it to taste like a cigarette. They have those, too. Well, I know they do have those. Oh, God, really? Yeah. Yeah, but well, you liked the burn of the real smoke is what you're saying, Sure. Right? Yeah. I don't need my cigarettes to taste like biscuits and gravy. <laughs> you also don't need it in your hand all the time. Is that menthol? No, blueberry. <laughs> they have that. <laughs> I know. <sighs> so vape was their number one word. And I got a, I, I'm assuming it's our same buddy. I, I got a buddy that owns it, and I'm all about uh, supporting his shop because... Like I said, for, for the most part, it can help people quit smoking. I'm sure. not going to argue the uh, the health benefits mm-hmm. or, or risks or any of that kind of stuff because, honestly, I, I don't know and I don't care. Yeah. But, but the whole, like, it doesn't dissipate sort of thing and you, you, you're just doing it inside. You're not asking people and that kind of stuff and you think it's it's fun and, and it's nice to, right. that you're making my air smell like raspberry uh, lemon or, or whatever. Don't hassle me. Like, I don't want vapor. that. It's yeah. vapor. Yeah. I, I, mean, I don't I put mean, gum in my mouth and come over to everybody's like face and go. Yeah. <sighs> our, our friend, our friend... <laughs> Started started using one because 
he was smoking like two packs of cigarettes a day. Yeah. So he started using this thing, and then he goes, oh my God, everybody's doing this. There's money in this. I'm going to take advantage of this. And he opened up this shop, and he sells a bunch of it. But you ask him, and he'll be the first person to tell you that like the guys that go around with the big things around their neck, and they hit, and they blow like this immense cloud of smoke. Yeah, it looks yeah, like, it's like, like it's C-3PO's nothing. penis. Yeah, they, yeah they, they, look like la- they, they look like laser guns. <laughs> They're like big silver guns from Mars. Come or on, something. man! I can charge right. my iPhone with this thing. I had a guy tell me that once. Yeah, I need, to, I need to plug my cigarettes into my computer. I had a guy tell me that he could charge his iPhone with his with his vape. His douche flute can get him to thirty six percent battery. I got a guy that can start his car with one. <laughs> Somebody on the texture wants to know: Are you jelly of my cloud, bro? <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> when I hit this thing, it plays Deep Purple. Isn't this sweet? <laughs> And I can change the doodle show. I can open my garage with it, too. It's got an MP3 player. Hey, but you know what, though? You do you. Yeah, that's right. Keep vaping. Uh, Keep on vaping. I wonder when Pure Performance is going to start putting, uh, you know, remote starts in yeah. people's vapes. You know, you know what's funny is, like... When you talk to somebody like in the middle of a conversation when they're taking like a hit, a hit of anything like as far as even a cigarette or weed when they go yeah man I know what you're saying when they vape they like they go yeah man <laughs> yeah man <laughs> you take one tiny and it looks like oh, up in smoke <laughs> yeah and th- those clouds don't move either yeah. they just... what flavor you got <clears throat> lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. Let me hit this cookies and cream. <laughs> the Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. (laughs) Yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC.